We got pop parallels for you. Riffing on pop culture with some improv too. With your boys Pod, Nam and Pod Drew. Pop parallels for you. Alright. Hello everyone. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good morning. Whatever part of the day you're listening to this at. Good midnight. Good midnight. Mm -hmm. Maybe good 1.45 p.m. Well, we hope it's good, because if it's not good and you're listening to us talking right now, you got a lot of issues. So anyone who's not feeling good listening right now, uh, Podnam, you're saying they have a lot of issues. So this is how you want to start off the bat. Yeah, they have a lot of grievances and issues in, in terms of just why they are listening to two great guys talk in their ears. Right All right, now I have several issues with what you've said, but yeah. I'm going to take a different tack here. It's your boy, Pod Drew, a.k.a. Drew, with my boy, Pod Nam, a.k.a. Enam. I'm also their boy. My boy and yeah. yours. Yes. Sorry. Okay. Good. Thank God. And we're back for episode two of Pop Parallels Podcast. Mm-hmm. If you listened to episode one, you would have heard us talk about a pop parallel and then do some improvisational scenes based upon our talking points. The first episode was... Called Fear the Adventuring Apes. Our main topic was on the parallel seen in pop culture frequently of post-apocalyptic worlds or post-apocalyptic mm-hmm. U.S. or whatever. Mm-hmm. We talked about Fear the Walking Dead specifically, and it was just me and Panam. But today, luckily for us and you, hopefully at home, yep. we have a guest with us, third chair to get in the, uh, today's conversation, which we'll talk about what that is in a second, but let's first uh, introduce yeah, you. Yeah, Chair, you Chair, the Chair what's your name? Uh, hi, um, I'm Maggie, Maggie Maxwell, and I'm happy to be on, I've never been on a podcast before, so I'm very happy to be here, yeah. especially happy to be here. Well, thank you, Maggie, and uh, that's as much as we need. So I say, Padnam, please introduce yeah. our guest, and you make her do it, intro herself. That's well, I mean, I feel like I feel like she could have just done a better job, and then I was going to bring it to another level. So this is Maggie. She's awesome. She's a comedian slash writer. She studies the arts. That is comedy. She studied and at the knee of the UCB theater, I believe. Is yes, that correct? Indeed, it is correct. You and Enam both. And how did uh, Maggie and I get acquainted? Would you say? <laughs> what's your, what's your What's your memory of this experience? Yes. Go down the memory road. Sure. It was uh, January mm. 2013. Dark night. Yeah. Yep. Very dark night. Very it cold. It a while ago at this point. Though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of getting to be a long time ago. Yeah. And we were yeah. in Improv 101 together. Yes. With our teacher, John Murray. Cap. Cap Murray. In a magical class. Great yeah. people. Yes. Did he make you call him Captain? I call him Captain. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I just, just starting now. <laughs> so, <laughs> I say how they do things at UCB. Uh, yeah, it was a great class. We are still in communication and friends with just about everyone in that yeah. uh, class. And I guess our improv group name, email cell, was what the UCB Converse All Stars. Yes. Yeah. Pretty original. Yeah. Converse the All-Stars. UCB Converse All Stars. Converse, like. Yeah. With the ship. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And but we had two we had like running brothers step running bros? Uh, marathon bros. Marathon bros, there it is. And yeah. what was the other one? Fish symposium. Wow, good man. That was the only non running themed one, it sounds like then. Yeah, that's true. Very true. Wow, good connection. Although true. you could always wear Converse to a fish symposium. Yeah. Alright, so there's the parallels right there. Look, we like to, on this show we like to talk parallels. Yeah. We're already doing it, but for today's topic. 
like I said, the first one was post-apocalyptic, being in so many shows and movies mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Other topics we've thought about doing or we've mentioned are like why there's so many songs about talking about being up all night. Or another topic might be like Disney movies all have parents that are dead or moms that are dead, things like that. These just things that pop up again and again. And to get a new parallel for this week, sure. I like to pick something that's relevant right now, which is... Comedy. Yes. Well, late night comedy specifically. More specifically yeah. late night comedy because yeah. the debut of Trevor Noah for the new Daily Show is yes. happening uh, in just a matter of days. So, And Stephen Colbert recently uh, started his... Mm-hmm. Took over for David Letterman late mm-hmm. night, mm-hmm. and there's always talk of like late night wars, back and forth, whatever. But yeah. what's the parallel going on right now? It's a whole lot of dudes up in here, up in late night. There's a lot of sausage in this party. That's mm-hmm. true. I don't even know when's the last time there's been this many shows together. Mm-hmm. And they actually, it was magnified. Obviously, if you guys have been reading in the news, a variety cover story article. Uh, if you're reading the news. <laughs> Yeah, you, really, yeah, then you would have seen this variety. <laughs> you would have seen that. Forget about world politics. No, exactly. And in that photo, Maggie, have you seen this photo? Uh, I, I have. And uh, yeah, it was a Vanity Fair piece where uh, they have a, a photo of all the late night hosts, all, all men. Mm-hmm. And it says mm-hmm. uh, something like, late night has never been better. Oh. Mm. Uh, so it's... Not like people don't know it's only men hosting, but it was stark to mm-hmm. see all these guys in suits with their cocktails and. Uh, but were they? They were. I didn't see the cover. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. I should look it up right now. But were they like holding? It was like Mad Men style, like cocktail suits. Yeah, like that? it's kind of like that. It's kind of like that, and okay. it just. Um, I don't know. It's just sort of disappointing. We all know that there aren't too many women at the helm of shows, mm-hmm. um, but. Well, let me ask you, Maggie. Mm-hmm. Um, since you are a woman, obviously. Oh, thank you for clarifying that. Why are you ladies so bad at late night? What's going on? <laughs> Shit. Well, first of all, I represent all women. I want that to be very clear. <laughs> yeah, because we yeah. wouldn't have you on the show unless yeah. you represented you yeah. said all that, women. You said that on your on your uh, email yeah. signature. I yeah. represent all Worldwide, women. Worldwide. Yeah. Okay. Regardless Good. of any circumstances. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's just as uh, Anam and I met in uh, Improv 101, there are more guys in all your classes. Mm-hmm. And... Before you're in class, you're uh, just people living in the world. I think boys and young men get the message that what they have to say is important and they should not hesitate to say and do the things that they would like to do, whereas young women and girls are often told, even subliminally, that they need to ask permission or they can't be too bold or take up the spotlight. So it's really ingrained institutionally and societally from you know, the time you're very small. So I think it starts there, and then you... So we're taking a very macro look at this. Macro look. And then to get more micro about it, I think the gatekeepers at all these shows are traditionally men. Mm. So you have people making the decisions about who to hire at every level, Mm -hmm. and they're going to be mostly men. So I think there's a variety of reasons, but I think it's, yeah, it starts at a young age that you're going to have people who are kind of behind the eight ball mm. getting to the point where they can be in the running to be one of these leaders of a show and then you have the gatekeepers who might not be that amenable to the idea of having women in that space I mean you touched on it in terms of a uh, you know sociological and society point of view this is not just in comedy mm-hmm. people are aware sure. it's any industry you look at I look at my Twitter today and I just have a couple followings like 
Atlantic will post really good articles on stuff. And one of the ones that I saw was, you know, it's not just producers or entertainers that have a gender gap in terms of pay in, in, in Hollywood or over here internationally. It's actually videographers too, just people recording yeah. <laughs> in general, the smaller positions as mm-hmm. well, you know, where it's, it's just as important because that's the first thing people see, the mm-hmm. footage wise. So why, how do we get past that as a society? I mean, I mean, that's so many things that you can bring up. There's obviously just fixing the pay gap first and foremost, that sure. would be helping. Mm-hmm. I think our, our president did something last year with that in terms of Great. I forgot what the exact... The President of the United States, you mean? Yes. You shouldn't say it like that. Mm-hmm. You know, there could be other lists. Hopefully there are other listeners to this show. Internationally. That may not be within <laughs> these United States. Mm-hmm. When well, we say our president, they're like, well, what, my president in Argentina here? Or, I mean, what did he or she do for this? Uh, well, they made sure that... I can look this up, but I'll Google it right now. But basically, the, the sense of the law was to make sure that equal pay is delivered in a lot of ways, especially higher level positions. So, and there's an act saying if there's discrimination against that, you'll be able to take action. So is there a correlation, do we think, between equal pay and jobs generally throughout the country and men and women having the same job? Because mm-hmm. So if we're talking about, like we can't even, if we're talking about like it, whatever type of an office job or whatever job, mm-hmm. You can look at it, there's a mix of men and women. Maybe you can look at what they make and see the, the disparity. But, and we're talking about late night shows right now, there's hardly any, if any, we'll, we'll talk about it, like which individual shows, if any, have women hosting, but there's very few. So, how it's like you can't even compare it. Like, we're not comparing money, what they make or they make. Plus, it wouldn't be a fair comparison because David Letterman, while well, he was still hosting, or let's do someone, uh, let's say Jimmy Kimmel, is, he's had a, a show for a long time now. Yeah. Obviously, he's going to be How making more money. How does he keep on getting work, though? I like Jimmy Kimmel, so I don't like that kind I like Fallon. I like Fallon over Kimmel. No, definitely not. Yeah. Well, we'll debate this in a bit. But let's. Uh, but he's been on the show for like over a decade, so mm-hmm. let's say they gave um, Maya Maria Bamford, okay, Maya Rudolph a show, a talk show tomorrow. It has to be as Beyonce, though. Okay, they give Maya Rudolph as Beyonce a talk show. She wouldn't be expected to make in the same amount of money as Jimmy Kimmel because he's like been around for so long. They've both been around, but he's been doing this job. So it's like a hard comparison there. But how do you think that, I guess this is a very long way to get to my point, but how do we think that um, making equal would pay throughout, do we think that would translate to more equality in terms of who gets what type? I'll let the woman in the room <laughs> answer that first, and yeah. then I'll, I'll have some comments. Yeah, well, there's a variety of ways to make your way in the comedy world, but classes cost money, and sure. having the time to take them, if you're... Making less money, maybe you have to work more. Uh, you have to have, you know, a couple of jobs, and then you don't have the time to either, you know, go to a sketch show or perform stand-up as often, or you know, take that extra class that um, perhaps you know the pay gap can affect your male counterparts are making more money. They can afford that extra class a year. They can make more progress in uh, the same amount of time. Perhaps you're unable to as a woman making less money. Uh, and they did have a study recently that found that regardless of having the same education, so you can go to the same institution as uh, anyone else graduated at the same time, the women at every single university are making less 
money than their male counterparts. So mm-hmm. even with the bills or the statements made by members of Congress or the president, uh, there's obviously still a lot of work to be done. A ton of work. And I think to answer your question, and that was great, Maggie, uh, to answer your question on how does this change, it's not, timing is, can be everything for opportunities in general, right? So regard, and then when those opportunities arise, mm-hmm. are we doing enough as society to offer women the same kind of respect and opportunity to apply for those jobs or have that uh, job. And I don't think that's the case at all, by all means, from the beginning. You know, so if you talk about, like, for example, Colbert, love Stephen Colbert. I'm sure we all can agree on that here. If anyone else doesn't, I will shoot you. You're not going to tell me that Jimmy Fallon is better than Stephen Colbert. I would never say that. I'm not stupid. All right. (laughs) Well, I don't know. All right. Hey, Jim. Hey. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. You excited for the show tonight? I'm kind of. Excited, a little bit more anxious, so, you know. Oh, no, don't, don't be anxious. It's going to be fine. It's going to be... I, I'm personally really excited for the opening act. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, the opening act is when I go, uh, you know, I talk, you know, I go... <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's okay. Deep breaths. Deep oh. breaths. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I think most people are probably excited for, like, the headlining talk, but I'm here for you. So I'm all about the opener. Well, thanks, Mom, for coming. I mean, this is really exciting. But, you know, I, I don't know if I should be hosting The Tonight Show. I've talked to you about your lack of confidence. All right, mister? Um, this, is, this is really not the time. I, I'm just, like... Yeah, they like me because I just always mess up and I'm relatable to every other person in the audience, but inside I just feel like I, I should just do something, I don't know, like be a nurse or something. I don't know if this is for me anymore. Can you tell Lauren that I'm calling out today? My God. No, 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 no. This, this is it, all right? This is, you know, the big time now. You've got to just buck up. You can't just laugh your way through this. You've got to read the cue cards. You've got to hit your marks. Well, what about, like, talking about my daughter for, like, the whole episode? Do you think that'll help? I I think that makes you relatable only to a point, and then it's going to become very tedious. All right, I mean, I love her. She's my granddaughter, but people can only take so much. Oh, God. Hey, Jim. I got the fresh note cards, bud. Oh, thanks. Hey, uh, I talked to the other writers about this. We decided to cut all that daughter stuff. We kind of just figured it's not really relatable enough. Like, none of us have daughters, me or the other writers, so we cut all that family <laughs> type stuff out. But I think you like what we, what we got. Right. But so should I just laugh? Like, just... Right now? Just giggle all the time when I'm doing my lines instead of... Because I need to have something to rely on here. It's, it's part of your charm, but I don't think you should exclusively laugh. You probably should read the cards as well. Thank you. Thank you. You just, you have this nervous energy. You've got to just oh. keep it on lock. So it's a show tonight, right? That's the name of it, right? Show. Hey, everybody, welcome to Snut Tight. Hi, I'm Patty. Oh, hi. I'm James. <laughs> Everyone's named James. <laughs> I love Well, this. you know, Jim only hired writers named James uh, yeah. or uh, something like that. Jimmy. Uh, yeah. yeah. There's one, uh, Jamina, back there. There's a Jimbo as well. It's a real late night theme. Yeah. yeah. They actually call me James Four. James Four? Yeah. I thought you were three, but thank you for. No, I'm four. They send four over with the cue cards with All the right. cards. Well, I mean, let's just do it. Uh, let's get this over with. It's, it's tonight's show, by the way. Don't. Yeah. You don't want to miss that. Okay. All right. And it's 
Uh, the grassroots. Okay. Uh, you know, let's just have Justin Timberlake come. Come on, guys. Okay. You can't. It, you just, maybe, maybe Justin would be great, but I think the show's already been booked, so you can't really get a guest. Enough. No, we can get him. I can get him. We can just do that thing. That's not really. A, I'm a writer. I mean, maybe I should go get the guy who, who books. How about you get Seth and he comes on here? He's, he's uh, the only person. Right. Um, I'm screwed. It's just, honey, you've got to, here, let me, let me just help you in your tie. Okay, all right. All right, in the meantime, because you're obviously a little jittery to take care of that. Yeah. All right, it's all come to this. I don't want to make you more nervous, but it's really, history has been leading to this point, and your entire life and all the things your yeah. father and I have sacrificed for have really, they're riding on the success of of this night. Okay. So, all right. um, not to build it up, but if, if you fail... Um, it really is kind of going to be maybe maybe the worst thing that ever happened. Oh no! Uh, hey y'all, it's, uh, it's me, Seth, the booking agent. What's up? No, uh, was... uh, James, uh, four, five, one of them guys. He told me you want to talk to me. Uh, I was referring to Seth Myers. You know? Oh, I don't know. The other? No, he's not on the show tonight. And I'm sorry to break it to you, right, but uh, we couldn't get Justin either. He's, he's doing an award show in Las Vegas. Or so who who am I who am I interviewing here? Well, look, we're in luck. We got Betty White. Oh, Betty White, she's a great I love her so much. So, hopefully she doesn't cancel. Yeah, she's very good with the older demographic of, uh, you know, so that's always good. Oh, okay. And then, uh, unfortunately, second guest dropped out as well. I know we're supposed to have Michael Strahan uh, do a little sports talk show thing. He's out, though. So, So we got the kid who won the Spelling Bee uh, in 2012. Oh, all right. Well, uh, what's his name? Uh, it's very hard to pronounce, very hard, so I'm just going Should to give it a shot. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what do you think that says? Uh, yeah, you get in here too. This is your mother? Yes, yes hi, I'm Patty. Yeah. Very nice nice to see you, Patty. Patty I can see the family yeah. resemblance, certainly. Yeah, Patty's great. She's just, oh man, Patty's so great. You know? Just so great. I'm just so happy to be doing this, though, finally. Oh, sure, why wouldn't you be? I, I, I mean, everyone's going to be watching the whole world. Oh, God. Oh. The audience out there, they're going to be watching. Uh, they're going to be waiting so for you to do a great job. Yeah, whipped into a frenzy. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right, well, let's just say, let's say the name. Um, Christiana Amapur. Okay, uh, that is, that's actually a journalist, Christiana oh. Amapur. This, this looks we couldn't get her. We couldn't get her on the show in that time. This uh, just looks like Christian... And I think the last name is Amir, so... Christian Amir. Right. Yeah, not Christian Amir. All right. I mean, normally Amir doesn't have three to four Zs in there, but I guess we could go with that. MZ or something like that? Yeah. I think we should go with that. Hey, let me go. I'm going to make sure that Betty's still on, so uh, just keep pronouncing that name. Very nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too, Seth. I'm going to have to go now. I'm going to have to have Betty come on. Okay. I'll talk to her. What do you think old women like to talk about? Okay, you know, I'm going to try to ignore the bats sort of offensive to oh, me, okay. um, but uh, Betty White, are you not familiar with Betty White? Well, I mean, you know, I, I know you used to put me in front of the TV screen and just watch the Naked Night and uh, and just see all these shows and, and comedy things and, you know, thank you notes. Did you guys rehearse? Did you guys go? Did you uh, do no, I kind of woke, I kind of just woke up like an hour ago. Uh, and then, uh, and then Quest just called me, Quest Love, and he's like, hey man, we got a show, and I was like, ah, oh, man, Quest, you're, you're the greatest, thanks for calling me, I'm so happy that you're calling me, 
I'm very, I'm getting very worried about you, but we don't have time right now wow. to deal with whatever's going on. But all right, you can prep with Betty White so okay. you can get it together with okay. her. Right. And just remember, everything's writing on this. Okay? Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Good job. All right, sweetie. I'll uh, see you, I'll see you later. Hey, it's your friend Jimbo. And they sent me down here and they said, uh, they told me to tell you that Questlove, he's, uh, he can't come in tonight, he's sick with the flu, so he's oh, can't man. make the band tonight. Well, that means I'm just going to have to do all my uh, thank you notes for like the next hour, right? Oh, does that mean we have to write all those? Because uh, I mean, we were planning on going to get some Chinese. Well, what about Higgins? Higgins is around, right? Sure, I'll okay. uh, we'll tell them. Okay, cool. All right, good. All right. Thank you. Well, hello, Timmy. Oh, hey, Benny. Hey. Oh, so nice to see you. What's up? Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to, you know, I just wanted to say thank you for coming. You know, I know you're getting ready. And I'm so happy you're here. You know, my mom is such a fan. And, oh. and well, are, were you going to, like, put on clothes anytime soon? I know we're in the oh. dressing room. Uh, no, well, I was planning on going a little Santa-y clad. It is the Tonight oh, Show, uh, so... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I did say I, I talked to the producers. Yeah. I said all the preps seem good to me. All the talking points seem good to me, and I, uh, I think I'm just gonna wear a little hot number okay. <laughs> for Jimmy's debut. So okay, let's yeah. uh, let's do this. Uh, in terms of why Stephen Colbert got the job versus. Chelsea Handler, who actually also applied for the job, and people know this because she put it on Instagram at, before she started putting her news up there. And she was at CBS, and she had a folder just showing, "Hey, I'm on this, you know, I'm here at CBS interviewing." And, and it, people assumed it's for that position, or maybe even the other show, you know, the what was it, James? Um, yeah, James Corden. James Corden. Yeah. That's the most Probably. baffling one because yeah. I get it, like Colbert, just in terms of who's funnier, who's better host of something overall. I'm sure Chelsea Handler has a lot of fans, she's popular, but for us being comedians and comedy writers, etc., like, yeah. I don't know, I don't want to speak for either of you, but I feel like Stephen Colbert is a much better choice than Chelsea Handler for this type of, for taking over for Letterman or in general. But, mm-hmm. no, no, I'm not No, no, it's fine, I want you to touch up on that and I'll rebuttal, or rebuttal what you're saying. You're saying, why do you think Stephen Colbert is a better... Okay, oh, no, I remember what I was going to say. Right. Oh, because we're talking about James Corden. So so I get that right. decision to, but, to put to make him as the heir apparent to David Letterman. Like, that makes sense to but, me. But why? But why? But right. why? But what I don't get is mm-hmm. why they would give this guy, James Corden, the show, the, whatever it's called, the... It's a, I should like know this. Late, late? The, the Late Late Show, that's correct. To a guy who is not known to be a... Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he hosted something on the BBC or... Yeah, he had kind of sports. I know he was... Uh, okay, I, I know he was an actor. Too, yeah, yeah, I saw um, that movie Into the Woods mm-hmm. and he was like an actor in that. But he's not known as like a comedian like to, mm-hmm. to someone to take over. So that's the decision I don't get. Why wouldn't CBS try to put a woman or at least someone like more qualified or also no one in America knew who this guy even was really yeah. like that Into the Woods movie came out after he was already announced as the host of this so just in general it's a baffling decision so, to me well no I mean not to even put a well known person and hopefully a woman or someone you know I think I think we all agree that it's not regardless if James has good moments on the show or not it's not about that specific time if we go back to 1994 when Conan O'Brien got his show off the Simpsons how many Simpsons writers were female there you know he's a cast of unknown right mm-hmm. if we go back to when Colbert Report was an actual show maybe yeah ratings show that the chemistry between John Stewart and Colbert on the Daily Show as a correspondent was great 
but Sam B was also there. And so was uh, Steve Carell's wife. I forgot her name. But there's also people that were just as talented on the show doing comedy as long as Stephen Colbert and Steve Carell from Second City in Chicago. So why weren't they given opportunities back then as well? Because if you go now to the future and when Colbert's ready to take this position and it was Sam B doing that, for example, instead of Colbert, like Sam B having her own show after Daily Show, would we say the same things? Why we get Stephen Colbert to take that show? We would probably say, no, Sam B should probably have it. Yeah, but, but so you're offering like a different timeline right now. So you're saying that if instead of the Colbert, so that's how Colbert got really thin. I of mean, course. people knew him yeah. from the Daily Show, but that's how he got really into the zeitgeist and yeah. how people saw how talented he was really by having his own show after the Daily Show, the right. Colbert Report. And that's why he has the late show now. So if Samantha B was, was one to it was the Sam B show, show, yeah. The the B report. Or, report. Or, or what would we call it? The B, B Gazette? I don't know. <laughs> the B Daily. No, it's not that sad. I think it's I think it's that. I think her new works. her show she will have a show in yeah, January. On TBS. Yeah, on T B S. Yeah, congratulations to her, yeah. Uh, full frontal with uh oh, Sam so B. Awesome. Okay, good. so Samantha yeah. B does have a show coming out now. Mm-hmm. On TBS. Yeah. On TBS. Yeah. Is that a post Conan slot, I guess? Right after I think either right after, yeah, right after Conan, I think at twelve o'clock. So she won't be competing with Daily Show and and um, what's should, the blacklist? Should be the, the show nightly post? report. What's you, what's going to be the minority report? The, the minority yeah. nightly show. The nightly Wait, what's, show. Yeah. Oh, the nightly show with mm-hmm. Larry and Wilmore. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the blacklist? Is that something? That's a uh, like a scripted ISD show, I think. Oh, yeah, hmm. scripted thriller. Something. Oh yeah, it, it's a movie. It's, uh, it's not even a talk show. NBC, yeah. 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 Uh, this is by James Boyd. Uh, what's his name? The guy from what's his James name? James Spader. Yeah, James Spader. That's the blacklist. That's the blacklist. Oh, you're right. I you you know you watch that because you watch Sunday Night Football. Yeah. That's probably why it makes sense. Kind of the promo. So you're confusing James Spader. I thought, <laughs> murdering, getting murdered. I people. thought that uh, Larry Wilmore's show had something in the title that I remember. It's called the Nightly Show now, but at least oh, it was called the Minority Report. First of all, so yeah, it's changed like black yeah. minority. It was something like that to yeah. begin with. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Why did that show get name get changed? Is it because? I think it's because of the... Ma- the, like the, the movie Minority? Yeah. And that's a show now, too. Apparently. Yeah, I think it's the rights with the... I think it's also didn't maybe... Because that is a much better name than The Nightly Show, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, but it goes together with The Daily Show. It's not far off, really. Daily Show, Nightly Show. It's like... Mm-hmm. Why is it called the... I mean, I guess Daily because every, it's every day, but like when you think about Daily and Nightly, that's weird, too, because like, well, it's, it's 11 o'clock at night, and then the Nightly is at 11.30. More from day to night, from 11 to 11... Just eleven twenty-nine. You know, there's places in the world where there's only what a half an hour what ten five minutes of daylight so yeah. what is that like alaska or something yeah i feel like i don't know alaskans you... understand yeah or there was a movie with al pacino where he's like um a detective and he has to go up and solve a case in alaska but it's never goes dark oh yeah so, so when robin like, williams yeah, yeah robin is the bad guy mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 let's pour some out for robin yeah so that's a good movie i guess but it's not really real <laughs> well going uh, maggie where do you yeah. think we lost this conversation well, well I, you brought up a couple of right. things that i mean with the photo of all the late night hosts there was a lot of controversy about why isn't Samantha B in that picture because uh, some people brought up two things. There was like, oh, well, her show's on TBS, so that's why she's not in it. But cool. then it's like, well, Conan was there. Well, so that's in the... I'm, yeah. Maybe I need to look it up because I want to yeah. see who... Yeah, sure. I want to see who actually... Yeah, you look that up in Maggie has... Yeah. Who was actually in the picture. I want to yeah. see who's in it and who's not. Because I also have a list of all the current late night shows on TV right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, so did like, you manually create this? Yes, I, co- I collated everything. You know, wow. I spent hours in, with the TV guide. Wow, that's Apparently really... that's still a thing. I didn't mm-hmm. think it was still a thing. No, I can go to the news shelf and 
by a TV guide. Mm-hmm. I had a cross-reference. And porn is still in magazine too. form. You know that, right? <laughs> I, I was shocked to find out. Yeah. While I'm down at, uh, you know, at the store, mm-hmm. thumbing through the TV guide, I yeah. take a look over my shoulder. Got Hustler magazine mm-hmm. right there. Huh? And, and, you know, it's soft, very soft core, but it is still a thing, you know. Yeah. Shocked to find out. Doctors also still come to your house. That's not true. Yeah, there's an app for it. There's an app for everything, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, the other thing about Samantha B. Yeah. Is that the other the other person in the photo, uh, Trevor Noah? Mm. So he, he was, is in he was, You know, he's in the photo, and people said Samantha B. The other reason people gave that she's not in it is her show hasn't started yet, but technically neither has at the Trevor time. Trevor Noah. Yeah, yeah, at the time of this photo being being in a story being put out, neither was Trevor Noah. I also know that many people have questions. For example, why isn't a woman hosting the show? Because surely it's about time. Well, it turns out that Comedy Central did ask women to host, and the woman they asked turned the job down because they all had better things to do and clearly knew something I didn't. <laughs> also, why didn't they get an American to host? And again, Comedy Central tried, and those people also declined. And so once more, a job Americans rejected is now being done by an immigrant. So it's sort of, uh, they aren't really very strong arguments. because they're saying it ruins their tuxedo motif. And I, she can't rock a tux good enough. I think uh, she can. I, I see she, her rock a tux I think before. She could, so. wrong I think the funniest segment. Why can't I find this picture, by the way? Variety is, no, it's not, not variety. variety it's you a, were saying variety. Yeah, no, it's Vanity Fair. Vanity Fair, okay. mm-hmm. Variety and Vanity Fair are the same thing in my mind. <laughs> no, variety is where they're talking about, like, the trades and, like, Okay. Yeah, but yeah, you were okay. Saying- I see this now. Yeah. Uh, we've got Colby. All right, so I'm going to go left to right, and this can help us with our parallels for all these men in the okay. talk shows. So left to right, we've got Colbert, not a woman, wearing a uh, yes, not a woman. Yeah, yeah I, that's good. Tell me who's not I'm, a woman. I'm going to make sure everyone knows. So yeah. Colbert wearing a checkered style of suit, very cute. Uh, then we've got Conan to not his immediate right, standing. Mm-hmm. He's a very tall gentleman, and not a tall woman because he's a man. Nope. Uh, then to the right of that, sitting is Trevor Noah, giving like he looks like he's going to give a toast. I've not met Trevor Noah, so I don't know if he's a woman or not. Just judging by the picture, I'm going to go with that he is a man, not okay. a woman. Okay. Do you have a different opinion? Maybe? I, no, I do not have a different okay. opinion. Okay. To the right of him is that James Corden we talked a bit about. He appears to be drinking out of a juice box. I guess that's we're getting an idea he's adorable. Of, of his humor here. <laughs> to the right of him is Jimmy Kimmel, who I, I mentioned I like him. Um, I'm a fan of Jimmy Kimmel. He's sitting. You know, thanks, Fallon. It's funnier. I, we're going to fight about it. <laughs> Everybody, we had a great show tonight, you know, uh, Betty White, oh man, she's the greatest. And by the way, Winnie, she said the cutest thing, yeah, and, uh, hey, hey Black Thought, how you been, man? Hey, Jim, I've been good, I've been good. How's it going for a show, Jim? Yes, you know, it's just exciting, you know? Well, what's up, my boy Quest is calling in sick on the first day, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, Quest, I would be better if Quest was here, uh, you know, but it's okay. What are you saying? It's not good enough with you? No, 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 buddy, 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 don't worry about it. All right, buddy. All right, buddy. All right, let's, uh, let's go, let's go uh, start the credits and I'm going to sit down now. Come on. All right, guys, let's go. All right, and our next guest is, uh, uh, you know her from, uh, uh, Gold, Golden Grams, Teddy, uh, uh, Betty, Betty White, Betty White, come on. All right, Betty White, Betty White, white girl, Betty White, Betty White, <coughs> All right, hello. Hey. Hello. Hey, Betty. Hello, Jimmy. Thank you for coming to the show. You look so lovely. Oh, thank you, thank you. It's a, this old thing, this old thing. Yeah, it does look very old. Uh, I'm really, 
Um, oh, so I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know why I said that. Um, well, that's quite, uh, quite all right. Uh, I'm nervous, you know. How you been? Uh, I have been good. Yeah. I have been good, yes. Yeah, do you have anything to, you know, uh, talking points thing? I mean, come on. Um, I, mean, I, I, well, I believe this is the part where you were going to ask me about hot in Cleveland, but I'll just talk about it. Oh, how's uh, Cleveland? Cleveland's hot. Cleveland's such a great city. Um, and I love Cleveland. It's got Jacobsville. It's got the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Have you guys been to Cleveland? No? Woo! <laughs> Justin there? Cause I, I mean, like, I asked Justin to come. Justin Timberlake. Yeah, JT. Yeah, I know you're friends with JT. He wasn't there, but actually, we got him on the show tonight on uh, Jimmy Kimmel Live. So oh. we're going to, uh, you know, I need to get back to my show. I'm happy oh. to, to do this a little Skype and help you out here, oh. Jimmy, for your first episode. Oh yeah, but, thanks. Uh, thanks. We need to get back to it. Isn't that lovely? You have fun. All right, I'll see you next month, Betty. All right, All right bye, Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy, he's oh, just he, so great. And he really is the best. I have to say. Yeah, he's he's really the best. One of the best to ever in the you know business and do talk shows, things he's, talking. He's always yeah. so prepared, the consummate yeah. professional. I find. Yeah, yeah he's, well, not, he's not very effusive, uh, but then you kind of get to real talk with him, which I. He's not very effusive, feel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, There's there seems to be a, a woman. I'm sorry, in the audience, she's gesticulating wildly. Um, um, yeah. Oh. Jimmy. Yeah. Jim, you've got to get it together. Uh, you've, uh, got to, you've got to breathe. Uh, uh, I'm okay. Mom, uh, I'm doing well. Come uh, on. 
oh my God, I'm, I'm scared that you're feverish. You look like you did every every other year in grade school when you come down with that horrible flu. You've just, you've got to... Do I look palish? You don't look good, honey. Oh, man. You've, you've got to get it together. You've got to form okay. words, make sentences. Don't words. Just, don't just breathe, Ten, you know, only Ten, that. Sentences. Hey, Jim, it's Jimbo. It's Jimbo. You're doing good. Can I, I wanted to ask you, can I, can I ask your mom out? Uh, what? Can I, can I ask your mom out? She'll take my dad. She'll take her. Uh, to the right of him is John Oliver. Vinam, you're slacking on your not a woman tally. Not a woman. What are you checking your email right now? Uh, yes, very much so. Fall this is episode two, Inam, and you're already falling asleep on the job. Well, I was looking at the photo, too, because I'm not facing your screen. So you're saying I can't give so I did. a mental picture good enough? No, no, but I did find this photo of all that, the, what the photo should have been. Okay, like. well, well that's, that's a cool photo. Let's, yeah. We'll talk about it in a second, but let yeah. me finish the tally here. So okay. we have five. Can you do the not a woman part? Maggie? Sure. Thank right, you. You step in. Yeah. Please. Thank you. I'm Maggie. dropping the ball. To the right of him is another daily, uh, former Daily Show guy. There's an HBO show now. Another guy I think is very funny, John Oliver. Love him. Not a woman. Yes, thank you. Sitting to the right of him is Seth Myers. I want to talk about him. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe it, it, well, you got a show as well. Mm -hmm. To the right of not him. Not a woman. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I, maybe it's my fault. I got to leave a little time to get <laughs> that in there. To the right of him is Larry Wilmore with a, he's like, looks like he's laughing at a joke that someone's telling, but I doubt that's really the case. Not a woman. Okay. And then to the right of him sitting down is Jimmy Fallon. Not a woman. And to the right of him looking smug as he always does with a drink toasting is Bill Maher. Not a woman. Okay, so that's all the late night shows. So it's not only like the late night shows, the ones that have it every night, mm -hmm. like Monday through Friday type of thing, mm -hmm. traditional late show, tonight show. Also these cable guys, and even like John Oliver and Bill Maher are late night show. They're not really, I wouldn't even call them late night hosts. I guess their shows, yeah, they're, they're on HBO. If you have when a, it premieres, it's maybe it's at 11 or whatever, but you can watch them anytime, HBO Go. And well, I mean, that's, that's an interesting point. I mean, I'm going to just do the same thing you did. Let's put it in perspective. So we have the same kind of photo, obviously, here. Uh, and I'm going to name these people. This is like a Photoshop job. Yeah, this is a woman's version mm -hmm. of... That didn't really take place. But yeah, but it's not yeah. really. It's someone made this and put yeah. the women's heads on the bodies, right? Yeah. And they all look good in a suit. I would say Sam B actually looks the best See? in a suit mm -hmm. in there. I'm liking... And Jessica Williams does too, as well. All right. I was going to say, I like, I like, so like Silverman up there. It's looking yeah. pretty spelled. But yeah. Okay, so let's go from uh, left to right. Aisha Taylor. Woman. Amy Schumer. Woman. Mindy Kaling. Woman. Christina Alonzo. Woman. Stan B. Woman. Cameron Esposito. Woman. Jessica Williams. Woman. Amy Potar. Woman. <laughs> Sarah Silverman. Woman. And Chelsea Handler. Woman. P.S. Sam B. and Chelsea Handler already have their own talk show, so they really should have been in that photo. Really. They're, the point is, I mean, there's so many boys clubs yeah. in general, especially in comedy. Mm -hmm. For example, right now, I did a, right before we started recording, I just did a basic search on Google. I thought you were going to say I started another boys club right before we started recording. <laughs> I did not start another boys club. Good, thank you. No, but it would have been bad of you to do. The first one didn't go so well. A lot of people died. I don't really want to talk about it. Uh, but I'm talking about it. Anyways, so I want you guys to look at this right now. Tell me exactly what 
the fuck is this? Oh, yeah, women. I yeah. didn't really see it. Let me hold, on, hold your phone and, no. and look. You can touch. No, I'm taking it. Okay, fine. But you're aware of this. Uh, I've not seen them perform. And they're pretty, apparently they're pretty good. But on Twitter, when I typed in woman comedy, like when people look for information, they either look to Google or Twitter, maybe Facebook, but usually those are the mediums, right? Or Instagram as well. When I type in woman comedy or woman in comedy, one of the first things that is listed is an improv troupe based out of LA of four dudes. So this was, I guess, kind of a smart move on their part, like in terms of like getting people to find them out. Marketing-wise, yeah, marketing-wise, it's an yeah. asshole move, but yeah, it's a smart move as well for profitability of a record. It's like when you make a new business and you put, for some reason, two A's in the front of your name in the yeah. business, so it comes, it comes up first. first. Yeah. In, in the phone book I saw when I was downloading in that TV guy, that's yeah. still a thing, too. There you go. The phone book? Yeah. Still Wh- which pages were you looking at? I didn't go into the book and flip through. You know, well, you would, on you my would job, know. But I saw it was on the studio. No, you would know if it's white or yellow, though. I wouldn't call it the yellow pages. No, because, yeah, because it's a business. See, my premise still works. You're trying to trick me saying white pages, and that would have been the private uh, homes and phone numbers. I don't know where you're going with this, but yeah. Yeah, so this is so, so this group, they're a sketch and stand-up comedy yeah. group, and they're based in L.A., and they're four men, and they're... They're on IFC. They have a lot of sketches. They're like the birthday boys. Yeah. Oh, they're on IFC? Yeah. yeah. They have a show on Oh, they... Man, I already feel... I don't know. I don't know. Oh, yeah, they make videos for IFC, Comedy Central, and Funny or Die. Yeah, it would be nice so, if the first Google search result for women and comedy, comedy. was that actually... Was, that's really the first thing that comes on up Twitter. With. That was a Twitter search. Yeah, 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 yeah. Twitter. I mean, they might be great. I actually don't know. And they have a lot of following. And then I, I saw who's following them as Neil Brennan, a couple other people yeah. I follow like similar people so yeah. right, well, let's let's do a google search that was a twitter search let me type uh, in, in well google. i don't know if you want to do that sure. women in comedy i already did it and it's not let's see what comes up and there's a festival mm-hmm. uh women in comedy festival right dot com that's mm-hmm. gonna be your first hit on google looks like boston yeah. mass mm-hmm. and it does appear to actually feature a females <laughs> yeah so google's doing a little better than twitter yeah. Alright folks, welcome to the Pancake House. How's everyone doing on this one? Oh, good. So hungry for pancakes. Yeah, yeah, me and me and the wife here just uh, we're waiting all day for this. Yeah. Alright, well here at the Pancake House we got a great variety of breakfast items, so uh, mm. can I start you out with today? Uh, honey, you want to go first? I, I mean, I am famished. Normally I would do maybe a short step, but I'm going to say, give me, give, give me the tall step of pancakes. Buttermilk, please. Oh, actually, you know, we don't, uh, we don't, that's not a menu. Oh, uh, that seems like such a straightforward, classic yeah. kind of pancake house offering. That's uh, a short stack. No, we no, no short stack of pancakes, sorry. Not even, not even a short stack times two, perhaps. Uh, no long stack of pancakes, no. no. Sorry. Uh, wait, why wouldn't you have buttermilk? All right, what about, uh, just chocolate chip? There you That's go. That's a good one. Chocolate right. chip. Yeah. Uh, this chocolate chip uh, blintz is very good. That's on our menu. So chocolate chip and cream cheese. Can I set you up with that then? Blintz is not a pancake, though. He didn't say pancake because it seems abundantly clear that it would just be pancakes. Oh, I'm sorry, folks. It seems like, you know, you might have got the wrong impression or something. Uh, it's, it's fine if you did. You know, customers always are and that sort of thing. But we don't, uh, we don't serve pancakes here. Oh. Oh. Um, Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, pancake is a very dominant, uh, dominant in your name. Um, yeah. Yeah. I 
mean, it's the pancake house. Pancake. We got a nice. Uh, you were talking stacks. We have a stack of waffles. Stack of the Belgians. I can uh, set you up with that. Aforementioned blends. We got some crepes. You know, plenty of breakfast items for to choose from. Those those sound great. If I was going to, I don't know, uh, pancake and company, maybe. But you're the pancake house. It's, I mean, there's a waffle house, had it serves waffle. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, customer's always right. Uh, of course, don't want to be rude here, but you, you realize we're not, this isn't actually a house either. You know, it's just because it's in the title, like, this isn't anyone's house, you know, this is a, it's like, it, it's a restaurant. Oh, so is this like a, a bit of a meta joke? We're supposed to just think this is delightful? Yeah. Right, it's supposed to be sweet as a pancake or something? I'm sorry, I mean, I'm just a simple, a uh, server, I don't really understand what you're saying, but, but no, it, it is supposed to be delightful, you know, the, yeah, and some delightful breakfast, uh, of course we have a guitar player in the corner, you know, serenading you while you eat, yeah. that, people I, find that delightful. You know, I even did research, I googled, she, she pa- I googled, googled, pan- googled. pancakes, more, say- more of a big man myself, but sorry. Well, well, all right, well, I'm sure I'm being, it would come up with two, I did pancakes yeah. near me. Yeah. And this is the first thing to have come up on the search, yeah. is this pancake house. I was expecting it to be nothing but pancakes. Oh, well, I can see that how you'd be disappointed if that's what you expected, but fortunately, you know, it's, we're, we're not affiliated with Google in any way, so... Who markets your restaurant? Like, who's your... I mean, I work in marketing. I've been doing it for 30 years. I feel like this is really, Congrats. really, yeah. really awful marketing, terrible marketing, actually. So, who runs your campaigns? Campaign? Um, just give me the name of the agency. I, I, sir, I don't know. I, I just work here. I'm, I just want to serve you guys waffles. I don't, I don't know. This, I don't think we have them marketing. Uh, there's a guy named Mark. You know, he's Mark. He's one of the cooks. Yeah. Uh, he's your CEO. He, he's a lion cook. He's a, oh, he's a lion cook. Mark, Mark, well, Mark Gomez. He's a good guy. Well, who's crunching these numbers? Can I get you guys to start off with coffee or? <sighs> I just, boy, I just, I just feel like there's a lot of false advertising here. You've set up certain expectations, and I feel like yeah. it's almost disrespectful to pancakes, yeah. if you know what I mean. Yeah. It's just not. The ROI on our time is just ridiculous here. I mean, we're not getting our time back from waiting. What, we waited what an hour here. What is this? I mean, it's great that other people love this whole pancake house that ironically yeah. doesn't have pancakes. Yeah. That's good for them. So ironic. So hilarious. I mean, there's other people behind you that are also waiting really long. So. Should we just yes. tell them now? Or should we just say, hey, hey guys, yeah. there's no... It's, uh, a, it's, no, it's no pancakes. No pancakes. No right. pancakes. I doubt they have syrup. They got blitzes? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, they have blitzes. Yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, oh there's one guy that's probably into it. I don't know. Okay, well, I mean, I, I, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't know, I, I can just bring you some um, waffles that are cut in the shape of a pancake, I'm sure Mark, okay. my friend in the kitchen will right. do that for me. Alright, well, forget so, the pancakes, I really so, want to know, I really want to know why this title is what it is, and what do you do in your spare time? Do you just, like, tell people, like, you're just a line cook, but then you're, like, riding on a bike, ironically, or wearing high ironic glasses? Well, I'm not a cook, I'm, I'm a server, in my spare time, I, you know, I go to... Community college, I you know, to rollerblade oh, in the park. Community college, right? I don't get that insinuation, but uh, well, you know, all I'm done trying to do is <sighs> make you guys have a nice breakfast, and you know. Well, I, honey, I don't know. It's different 
than was advertised. It's different than what we expected, but maybe maybe we will still enjoy it, even though it's probably not as enjoyable as what we wanted, but maybe we can give it a try. That's fine, fine, honey. Let's just give it a spare. Let's give it a spare try, whatever. Harry, Harry, come on into the official Boys Club, yo! You know the you know the agenda of this meeting is where we just talk about how we're, we're real yep. boys and no one here is a girl. Yeah, boys with an S. I got the minutes right here. Yeah. First item. Yeah. Talk about how no one's a girl. Yeah. Check. Let's check the attendance. Uh, let's do this real quick. Oh. Marcus. Second item attendance. That's gotta be switched around. In a yeah. Minute. So that's my that's my goof off. <laughs> Sorry. Go go ahead. With All that. right. Well, I'm gonna say, uh, Marcus, you here? Here. All right. Joe, you here? Here. All right. Christina. Christina. Uh, I I am here. Christina, how? That's that's. I think it. this is where. First of all, please call me into attendance. Okay. Sorry. Jacob, you here? Yes, I am. Right. No, I think this is where number one, which really should be number two on amendments, is coming in, which again was, make sure we're all boys. Well, I mean that. that First of all, call attendance on yourself. Oh, yeah. Johnny, you here? Yeah, I'm here. Is that is that good? Does that work? I don't know why you changed your voice, but yes, that that works. All right, now we're all here. So <laughs> let's go back to the next item. All right, so Christina. Uh, will you step up, please, yes. the podium here? Hi, hello. So, Christina, can you confirm that you're a male or a boy? Uh, nope. How did you get in here? Um, I got an e-bite. E-bite? Yeah. Let me, so... let me check the minutes. Uh, okay, item three, go over advertising, and that's with... That's you, Johnny. You. Ah. You're supposed to. It was your turn to send out the advertisements for the boys' clubs. I, I sent. I sent it out. I sent it out like I usually do. I mean, my my email address is just. It, it's Chris. I don't have Christina as a whole, so I don't know. Oh. Okay. Uh, yeah. You, you mm. gotta did you send it to Chris? I did send it to a lot of Chris's. I just looked up all the Chris's with their Gmails and said This is the only one. This is the only taker, I guess, from Chris. Yeah, so, I'm sorry, is this... I, I didn't know there was an Office Boys Club that met after hours. I'm a little bit like, is this a regular... Yeah, well, I mean, us in the accounting, we're always crunching numbers hardcore. Yeah, I'm the head accountant, so yeah. Oh. Oh, you're that Chris team. Yeah, oh, right, right. yeah, you you work on the third floor. Yeah. Above us in the second floor. Yeah, so, a couple own. two floor floor two bros over yeah, here. Yeah, we 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 got a bro boys club. Uh, we hang out usually at this bar, and then in the back we have a podium talk about being a boy at work, how how important it is to be aware of that. Uh, we crunch numbers all day, and how we right. gotta kick back and crush some beer cans, you know. Right, right. Those <laughs> don't like that kind. Right. So you're gonna have to go, Chris. I mean, it's one of the things where it, the boys have to be the boys. You know, they have to be. That's what we're told. Boys. Oh, boys shit. will be boys. No, Johnny. Uh, I don't want. I know you're leading the meeting today yeah. at the club, but I did scam eyes down item four on the minutes, and the fourth thing is supposed to be include everyone. 
Wait, what? Four. Look, I mean, it's right here on the minutes. It says item number four. Make sure everyone's included. Well, who, who wrote the agenda? I wrote the agenda. Why are we including everyone? This is the boys' club. Because, you know, I was writing first, we make sure everyone's a boy, and then we're talking, and then we, uh, we include everyone. I want to make sure everyone's included when they're just... Oh, you know what? Because number five says discussion. Group discussion. I think I switched. I did the thing where I switched it around again. This work in the county. And then include everyone meant to be the discussion. But now, I don't know, we're kind of in a tough position. Well, every week we have this meeting, we take a picture together. If we have Chris, sorry, no Why are you telling me? I'm not here. I know. I'm I'm just saying. So there's photographic evidence of this fraternization. Oh, uh... Yeah, I mean, it's more like a Facebook post and... Uh, item number six is take photo, and, and item number seven is make sure the photo is disseminated via social media of all forms. Uh, I got that in the right order, though. Yeah, I did. Well, why are you here, Chris? Well, I received an invitation that I did not create out of thin air myself, so I thought it was a legitimate... I thought it, I thought Boys Club, I thought it was some kind of joke. I thought it was like, ha-ha, we would never have something as, you know archaic as a boys club here at this professional business and we would never hold such caveman like no. values. You got so, all of this from the subject of the email. Yeah, well I just was It says boys club meeting. I couldn't I couldn't have thought it was serious, so I feel I feel like you could have thought that. I mean that would certainly be one interpretation. The yeah the other one it's it's a boys club. I'm not trying to be mean here, Chris. I mean when I saw the email the first time I saw it, I wasn't like Oh, look at this email. I'm sure this is a uh, thinly veiled commentary, uh, you know, on, on society and shit. And it's not really what it says it is. But come to this meeting anyway for what purpose to laugh at the joke? I, you know, you know what I mean. I don't. I, I took it for what it was. So yeah, and I'm a smart guy. And then, I'm and then head accounting on number two floor. Well, co-head on on floor two. Yeah, and then on the on the bottom of the email it says make sure you check your vaults for prostate cancer. So very well, important, very important. I mean, that. these are these. That's that's the things we talk about here for awareness of being a boy. Okay. Well, also something I wouldn't have really taken seriously, given that it was in an evite. So I, I just. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Chris, uh, Christina. Are you saying that if something is in an evite, it's not serious? Like yeah, or like prostate uh, cancer. Are you saying prostate cancer is something to joke about? Like we would joke about that in a, in an email? Yeah. No. No, I would not think you would, would joke about that kind of thing. But well, you just said it, you thought it was a joke. When it's surrounded by the kind of clip art that was selected for the Evite, I don't know, it just seemed it seemed like the whole thing was a sarcastic play on what a fictitious boys club would be, and I would assume you wouldn't do something in earnest that way, uh, like, so blatantly sexist. Microsoft clip art is very limited what you could choose from. You know, the company didn't spring for this full package, so I mean, I, I assume, Johnny, that's why you chose well, what you the did. reason why we have this boys club, so you know, is so women are always interrupting us at the workplace when we're doing our accounting, so... We just want to make sure that that doesn't happen for at least a couple hours during the day. That's the only reason why I helped co-start this boys club. Are you doing accounting work during this boys club time? No, but hmm. there's work that needs to I, be done. I, I mean, we are frequently accounting how many great ways there it is to be a man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, well... That was an example of a joke, Christina. See, that's the joke. Yeah. I see, I see. 
Well, if you're going to have to apply, if you want to be part of the Boys Club, you're going to have to go through some kind of... You know what? I think you're absolutely right, Johnny. Yeah. You know, we should take the progressive stance on this. Yeah. In fact, Christina, you know what? You're invited into the Boys Club. Even if you get here by mistake or whatever, thought it was a joke, you know, we do want to include you. So actually. we have to raise a Kickstarter to get her operation become a boy, right? That's the only way she could be part of the boys. I thought there was one point that said include everyone. On yeah, that. that's where I was going with it. So I, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't think we have to take it that extreme uh, yeah. to get a whole operation going. I don't, I don't know who's going to really contribute to that. So maybe we just say that as long as you just call yourself a boy during the meeting session. Okay. We'll, be well, all good to get we have to make sure that we give her the evaluation, the full evaluation, before she becomes a full member. Oh, good, good point. Good point. So. Chris, Dina, you are here today amongst the boys. Hey, hey. Hello. And we just need to make sure that you're on the same page as us if you want to become part of this boys club. Alright? First things first, have you checked yourself today for prostate cancer? It was an easy check, yes. Okay. Good stuff, good stuff. Good, good stuff, good stuff. Alright, second thing. Name two magazines you read that start with men in it. There's so many good ones to choose from. Uh, Men's Health. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. And... Oh, how can you pick two? Only two. <laughs> There's just so many of them. I'm on pens and on uh, Menstruation Monthly. Menstruation Monthly. I'm not familiar with that. I'm not familiar with that. Wait, Menstruation Monthly. Now, I get, I get one. Menstruating. Men being straight. Oh, menstruation. Is that another yeah, word for menstruation? Yeah, that's something got, every day. That's I read that dictionary. Thank you for that. All right. If you got an extra copy of that, because, you know, I'm interested in all types of menstruation. I am so happy to bring many copies of that magazine to cool, the next cool. meeting. All right. Hey, good, good start. For you. I mean, no one likes a brown noser, but at the same time, you bring magazines to pass out, and you might get accepted. Yeah. Number and three. Number, number three, three is uh, you have to do, what is it, 66%? more work than we do. Six point six. Let's right. be exact. Right. We are counting that. Right. Up. So when we buy rounds, you have to make sure that you're buying a lot more than anyone else. Maybe 33% more, right? Because we earn more as men, as a boys club. I feel like you're explaining this poorly, Johnny. I think so too. You just, just buy everyone. Normally we all buy a round each. Mm -hmm. Just buy two rounds, two are one. Yeah. I think we'll be all right. Yeah. And then I will also not get any drinks. I think that's, I do more, pay more, yeah. get less. Okay. You can drink the one you buy for yourself, though. That's fine. Well, no, if so something does spill into another cup, you can have that. That's That happens more often than yeah. you would think. Yeah. You know, you're trying to bring them back, the beers right. back right. open from right. drafts right. from the bar, and they're sloshing right. around. Right. That's why I like to contract someone to carry a little cup next to you. And oh, yeah, and we have to go over the details of the membership. If you do choose to not become a member or leave the membership at any ways, you will not be paid retroactively as in voice points. All those voice points actually just expire yeah. immediately. You can't hold on to those voice points if you're not in the boys club. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if you're a boy... You want those points. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. So, we just, I mean, I think it's only fair we have to make these exceptions mm -hmm. for, for to be so progressive, right? Is there anything you would like to include in this? Sure. Well, I, I just wanted to let you know that I invited the whole HR department to come tonight. So. Wait, what? Yeah. yeah. They're very interested in the goings-on of this boys' club. So, oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, they'll, yeah. Be, they'll be here. So. Oh. Do you have enough magazines for them as well? Sure. 
I don't know. I'm going to show you another photo. I feel like it's just, there's so many things wrong with it in terms of internet and having representation. How else do people find out about issues like this or even just want to support a woman comedy mm -hmm. festival to change the social tides mm -hmm. of what's going on? What do you think is, I mean, there's no, there's yeah. many solutions, but there's no one solution. Right? Yeah, well, so. I mean, I think that there just needs to be more women at every level in comedy. Uh, the women are out there and they're, they're trying to get in. But I think somebody made, uh, I don't know her personally, but a woman named Melissa Hunter also took the photo of the, the late night host mm. and she put the percentage of female writers on staff for each of those late night hosts. So it ranges from the lowest is at Bill Maher, who has 8.3% of his writing staff are women, and the highest is Larry Wilmore, 33.3%. And I don't know, it's I kind of want to touch on my personal disappointment with Stephen Colbert, who has 10.5% of his writing staff are women. He really went out of his way and there was a piece in Glamour magazine in August uh, in which he, he well he described how he said he used the same term kind of you did that late night is a sausage fest and that's unfortunate and there's lots of reasons why but don't worry his show will be a, just a voice for real women and his show is going to feature the voices of real women and then a few weeks later you find out he has 19 writers and two of them are Because I was going to ask how many writers are on the staff. So yeah. So 10% so leads to about two of 19. Yeah. So that is interesting because when I think about Stephen Colbert, he does seem like a very progressive type of guy. I feel mm -hmm. like he has good intentions. It seems to me like he's not someone who's putting on an act. Like those, yeah. those comments he made, I would have believed him when he said that. Sure. And I would have thought he would have made a better effort because mm -hmm. I feel like he's a guy that would want, actually want more equality in yeah. comedy and, and in general, mm -hmm. being the type of guy that I feel like he is. So, mm -hmm. so what do we think is the reason why he's somehow not able to follow through is it because, like, I mean, who's, who are these writers? I'm interested in, because as a career, I would like to be a comedy writer. Uh, I'd love to work on his show or a late night show. Sure. But who, who are these people that are getting the jobs? Well, like? I think there's something particular about late night that, more so than sketch and scripted television, it's so much about the host. And the show is so much about them and so much about them being in control. And the people who write for them are going to write making them the star of the show, the person who is at the helm. So I do fear that the re one of the reasons there are so few women writing for those people is that it's seen as more of a stretch for women to maybe write for a man who's in control, or maybe that's why there aren't women hosting these shows, because maybe people are still uncomfortable with the idea of a woman in charge. So now we're going down the, the train that, like, because it's a man in the role... Because it, that's how it is, and then Social the writers yeah. should, well, they have to write for the man. So, but I wanted to bring up another point I thought of. But that was a great point by Maggie. Yes, thanks. Very good problem. point, Maggie. Yeah. I apologize for not saying how great of a point it was. This is the problem. Now it looks like this you're is the problem. You're no. the problem here. You know, it looks like you're calling me out for yeah. trying to move to another point, yeah. and you're trying to call me out. No, and I had an easy opportunity to call you out for rant Listen, for whatever reason, I don't, I don't and need, I took advantage. I don't need any. If it's coming from a patronizing place, I don't need any accolades. So. I thought, you know, I, 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 I thought it sounded a little patronizing. <laughs> just 
No, not fair. Just because she's a woman, okay. she needs her points complimented more, or because she's our guest. If it's because she's our guest, then, then you're right. That's I'll my that's my bad. And that gets me. I'm to not used to having guests on the show. It's why, only our second episode. We didn't have. Why does Belle from Beauty and the Beast have to be their guests all the time? I mean, why can't all it, the time? It was just one song. Yeah, she. I know for the whole time she has to stay there. Why can't she just walk outside and do her own thing? You know, that's fucked up. Someone needs to put the service to the test. That's yeah, what they say. Seriously, which is a whole other and why bevy of issues. And why is the the teapot the mother and has to take care of all the little cups okay why can't it be a, a single dad doing it uh, hey bruce what are you doing well, there because i mean the woman turned into the teapot but she's domesticated it's not like you got to choose who turns into what the witch put a spell on whoever was there just turned into stuff all i'm saying is equal pay for teapots all right okay. well i heard the great stuff was pretty delicious that's all i can think about okay <laughs> what i was going to say is we were mentioning earlier on about this um gatekeeper you use mm-hmm. a term you use yeah people preventing holding back i want to look into the theory that there's something more than just the people someone allowing a woman to have a show because what i found is that i have a list of all the executives for channels and i'm seeing which ones are female executives for tv stations and a good number of tv channels uh, have female executives cbs has a female executive hbo has a female executive the cw has a they don't have a late night show i guess but they have a female executive abc disney so all these main ones are now being led by females but it's not translating to females having the shows so you would say at some point these female executives are part of that gatekeeper community so it can't just be that like is there what is the other reason why those mm-hmm. uh, women themselves don't want to promote yeah. other women to well, uh, these yeah. late night shows well I wouldn't say it's just gatekeepers mm-hmm. just the nature of gatekeepers no of course but, but I would say with those women I mean it's going to come probably in due time there will be probably more and more women in positions of power and that's good but women can certainly be sexist women can internalize sexism they sure. can do all kinds of things I mean these women are very powerful so um Hopefully, they're very proud of being women in power. But I don't know. I think that it's just a combination of factors. And I think women in power is probably very good for women Mm -hmm. being hired on shows or getting their own shows. And there are probably lots and lots of men who are champions of women writers and women executives on shows as well. So... I don't know if that really answers that question. No, I mean, to add that as an example, I mean, me personally, you mentioned how you would want, love to be a comedy writer mm-hmm. and, and reasons why we talk about these things and why we're doing these shows is to eventually get to that level mm-hmm. of where we can reach a professional. And I think my model or my role model in that is Mindy Kaling, automatically. Mm-hmm. I have so many, like I've listened to her books, I've read enough, and I, short of just meeting her, I think I <laughs> know way too much about Mindy because... She is so relatable to me, grown in New England as well as me in Connecticut, went to UCB, lived in Brooklyn when she's going to UCB, did shitty temp jobs when she was doing that as well, or or unemployed like I was when I first started. All these things, and, you know, that that commercial on American Express, no one really, I, I mean, some people can... You know, resonate to it, but like I honestly was like, I don't know if you've seen it, but the commercial was basically mm-hmm. her saying they they should. I was a, a woman. Super Bowl commercial. Yeah, it's been a Super Bowl. Yeah, it was, it's like they said women shouldn't be here. Or like I would never make this. Now look at me, and she's like in a. Oh, I'm thinking of the yeah. different one where yeah. like she thought people couldn't see her yeah. at the supermarket or something. And then right. Like, yeah. I mean, that was a comedic one, but that, I'm sure she helped write that. But in the main part was she was one of the only women on the office. I mean, in terms of race, she's South Asian, but mainly she was talking oh. about the. The whole woman thing where 
the chemistry of it all, she was always man-interrupted, and that's a thing that happens all the time. Uh, as you, you mentioned, mean in a, a writing room or, or in the workplace? Like in the workplace. In the workplace. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. workplaces are a writing room. Or she's also was an actor. Small roles in there, but she was in there. I was. I just pulled this up as an article statistics on women writers and why television is losing women writers. And she started off as a writer herself. So I'll just give you these numbers. And here. she was uh, before you give that because you were talking about the office. Yes, I think that's interesting. That uh, just in general with the office, it's interesting that mm-hmm. um, a lot of their background actors, which Mindy started as, and um, that Phyllis and. Uh, uh, what's the guy? Stanley. Other guy, Kevin. Uh, all these guys. I don't know if Stanley, but but they uh, these were writers, and they just had them in the background because they needed people, and then they actually became actors because of it, and like got more opportunities because of that. But they started from a writer room, and they just got to do that. Sure, it's not really about the main point, but I just find it interesting. I mean, that's what you're probably envisioning for you to be your career, right? Yeah, I need to get this on. This is all about you. It's this still actually, on, right, guys? This is still not. Yeah, you're gonna get. You're gonna make the uh, the office New York version, kind of like real world goes everywhere, you know. So this be the office in New York. <laughs> but I, but I'm not, if I'm starting the show, I'm not gonna really get myself to a background character slash writer. I'm gonna be the star now. Yeah. Well, if I'm if I'm starting the show, I feel like I should. be... Why am I gonna put myself? In I don't the know. Background? I don't know if you're material anymore for that. I think you're past your prime. <laughs> Damn. You have to sit in the back. And then when you get better looking again, maybe. <laughs> when I get better looking. Yeah, you age refined beauty. Another double standard for men, right? We can we get better looking as we get older. Uh, yeah, and then the woman. But, but that's not a double standard. That's just kind of like. No, that is a double standard. That's. A, but but a double standard. So well, I'm going to disagree with you here. Okay, we're going on a tangent now. But a double standard is no, something no, like good. there's one standard for one and one. But a standard is like a a universally person created thing. So right. maybe there's a double standard of here's a double standard. Uh, I'm a guy. I sleep with a lot of women. Oh, I'm a stud. Whatever. Yeah. I'm a girl, and I sleep with a lot of men. Women, men, whatever. I'm a slut. That's a double standard. Just like naturally, how men seem to somehow age better in a lot of cases. Like you're gonna get like a George Clooney type of guy who still looks mm-hmm. very good into his fifties. And maybe it's a societal the fact what we find attractive. Sure. But aside from that, there is a real thing where men can stay more attractive physically for longer than women. And there's, there's research not. on this. I don't think that. Well, it's, you don't need to <laughs> research it. You just need uh, to have two eyes. Well. Uh, Wait, so you're, you're, let me, the end of your point was basically saying older men look better than older women in general. Well, in general, there, there is a thing where. You're attracted to older men than rather than older I, I'm more attracted to older men. That's what I want you to no. say. Alright, no, Maggie, Maggie, what do you. I mean, do you, am I off? Uh, I don't agree, I don't agree by all. Alright, so I'll, let, I'll let Maggie. Well, I, so, uh, yeah. this, wow, uh, this is <laughs> a lot, but I think that we're so used to putting a premium on women's looks all the time, sure. so when there is any kind of difference it's starker mm-hmm. and then when a man uh his hair grays it like oh he's more distinguished so i think that any difference for women is interpreted as negative whereas sure i don't know i feel like men do they really get better looking uh well, as they age? You, let me man interrupt you for a second uh-huh. no, uh, when like these <laughs> when, when <laughs> i just wanted to use that term right there. i know i know when 
Like, I don't feel that, um, maybe in the double standard of, like, girls are sluts, men are studs, whatever, that type well, of thing. Well, cor- they're correlated. But men, going, yeah. men are the ones perpetrating this or often. Not, not really. No, because think about it this way. If you're at a, go back, flashback to high school or college, you're dating a girl, and then, and then you end up going with another girl that same night. What is everyone, including that girl, going to call the girl that you hook up with a slut, Right. So it's it's not just men. Uh, it's not just men doing that. Right. But fine. But we're probably what I'm, mostly men. Probably. Okay. Probably. And what I'm saying is that who's the one saying that? Well, I personally feel it's just how it kind of is. Unfortunately. Well, that's that's your that's what you're. But but it's not like men are right. perpetrating this. Oh, we look so much better when we're older. Like yeah. it's women that are attracted to the men. Well, thinking that he look better when they're older. But so who's, that, who's creating those magazines? Who's creating the glamour? Yeah, but do you really need it? Right. I mean, we're getting wildly off topic now. No, I actually think, yeah. I think, well, I think, to, sorry to, to interrupt you. No, no. But to, to woman. Thanks for woman. interrupting me. Yeah, yeah. Like, we, it has to be equal. It's right? a learned behavior. Woman to interrupt But, Oh, interrupting is a learned behavior, or what do you find attractive is a learned behavior? No, no, I, I was I was the same. Interrupting is a learned behavior. Oh, but um, I learned it from Inam. Thanks, Inam. Yeah. yeah, but uh, I think an important point that does relate back to what we were saying is that men can have roles in Hollywood like mm-hmm. at any age, sure. and then after like forty-five, women are like off the map, invisible a lot mm-hmm. of the time. So yeah. I think this does have mm-hmm. a lot of relevancy to what we're saying: is men are seen as a hot commodity forever, uh, practically, and they can be 70 years old and be the intern, like yeah. Robert De Niro, yeah. or they can be, you know, 50, and then they have to be right. in some kind and of movie where their daughter dates Before Jack you said something, and I wanted to comment on this, you just immediately, I just thought of this point. Another hypothetical uh, is Ronald Reagan, star Hollywood actor back in the day, turns president. Why isn't Aubrey Hepburn president? You know, like, they were both is good. Is she at- American, even? Yeah, yeah, but they're both very famous actors from that period, right? So you're talking about it in that way, where because we as society are expected for host leaders uh, to be men, Mm -hmm. that we as society has to alter that reality and make sure that people are aware. And then if someone says, "Oh man, she's like," there's this recent viral video by um, Kanye West's former Amber Rose, Rose, and it was the Walk of Shame. It's on front of your day, I believe, and she just walked out, and she was just, hey, Mel, man, what's going on? This is so much fun. It's like, yeah, I just fucked that guy. You know, like, mm-hmm. instead of feeling shameful about having a good time, you should, you know, no one... She's saying it's a good thing. It was good. Yeah, it, it basically is a comedic approach, but it got the message across, the underlying message was that women are treated as not equals, ultimately, in any situation, whether it's having sex, doing comedy, and it's, it's not cool. And because if we keep on doing that, future generations, will, that pattern will happen. So you think if Audrey Hepburn was president in the 80s instead of Reagan, that yeah. there would be tons of women uh, hosting late night shows? No, there would be, the Republican debate would probably be all women and then one guy, maybe Donald Trump. Yeah. So uh, Hepburn would be a Republican. Thank you so much, everybody. I'm Audrey Hepburn. I'm President Audrey Hepburn. We love you, Audrey! Uh, I hail President Audrey. Four more years. Four more years. Oh, thank you, thank you. I want to thank you all so much for relaxing your rules about citizenship and allowing not only the first woman president, but the first non-American born president. Lots of history being America, America, USA, USA. More progressive than any other country in the world. And I'm, I'm actually excited to announce that not only will history 
it hasn't only been made in my election, but I'm going to continue making history, and I promise to have a strong female voice in my cabinet, and I will only be having women Wait, in my what? administration. Wait, let's do it for the subs, yay! Uh, it's, you know, if you don't got, uh, if you love it, put a ring on it. That's what they say, right? Put a ring, put a ring. Yeah, ladies. Alright, I would put a ring on something myself. I would buy a ring for myself. That's, I'm a powerful woman. I don't need anyone to put a ring on it. Put the boxes to the left. All, all of it to the left. Um, to the left, to the left. Yeah. These are references I can possibly who, understand. Who runs, who runs the world? Girls! Seems like a very progressive... Girls, 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 Alright, guys, come on in for the reading. Hello. Sit down. I'm so glad you guys could join. And I sit down. I don't know. I don't stand so well anymore. Yeah, so that's fine. That's fine, Jack. You can, uh, you can sit down. Jack, thank you for signing on to this movie. Amy... Yes. We're so happy you're here as well. Uh, it's such a delight to be here. Thank you yeah, for having me. Yeah, so this is actually a sequel to The Martian, Wrig Wrigley Scott production. I'm Robert Rodriguez. What's that, son? I don't hear so well anymore either. You gotta, gotta get in a little closer. No, it's uh, The Martian. The Martian. There's a Martian? No, the, you know, the movie based on the book that just came out. We're working on a sequel right now. Well, I haven't read a book, so I haven't read a book since 1978. Oh, okay. Well, uh, how about you guys uh, just sit down, relax. We're gonna we're gonna go through the reading and just test out a couple scenarios. The only reason I read that book in 1978 was because I was banging Clara Fawcett. Oh. Oh. And it was on her shelf. It was open a little bit. I read the passage. That's 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 great, Jack. I. The story, so I'm sure you have so many of them. You're such a legendary actor. So excited to work with. All right. Anyways, Amy. Yes. Um, yes. Huh. Thank you for being on this movie. We uh, we were trying really hard to get Jessica Chastain to go together, but huh. we're we're happy that you're here. Oh, well, people do think. I guess when they think of Jessica Chastain, I guess they think of Amy Adams. Yeah, and too. also and also Bryce Dallas Howard couldn't make it as well. All right. Well, that's. Uh, but you know you're. You're perfect. You're perfect for right. the role. So, right, thank you. Uh, Alright, so you guys open up your readings right here, and uh, let's just read through a couple lines. I'm going to paint the scene for you, alright? So this is when your character, uh, Amy Kara, sees Jack Martian that's been living on Mars because the water was there, so you discovered the water, okay. and Jack is actually called Marvin. Yeah, so... Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. We're, really, we're really gonna go with Marvin the Martian. Yeah, so, okay. I mean, it's... Hey, uh, hey, uh, son, I, uh, just wanna make a note real quick on the sides here. I think my name should be Jack Martian. be easier for me to remember, you know? Okay, so we'll just... Let me see your script. I'll just write down Jack. Okay, Jack. In fact, I don't know why my agent didn't tell you, but I, I only take roles these days if, if my name can be Jack on the picture. That's a very specific request, but I guess since you're the legendary actor, that's fine. Uh, I'll have to check with the producers on that. I don't think Wrigley will be really happy about that, but any other unusual requests from you guys? Amy? Not particularly. I would like to get paid a comparable rate as Mr. Nichols. Oh. Uh, <laughs> 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 you, you just funny. Cool. Oh, man, man. Alright, we're gonna read this thing. Yeah, yeah, just go out and get all day here. Yeah. tired of sitting right Let's here. just uh, start the scene. Kara, you're just coming to Marvin. Go ahead, Kara. Go ahead. 
Oh, oh my gosh, it's a Martian. Blind Jack, I'm, my script only said I don't see anywhere where Jack is supposed to talk. Speaking of Jack's not on these sides anywhere. Yeah, it's fine, it's fine. We're actually just CG and you in the whole movie. We actually, you don't have any words, really. I don't have any lines. No, you're, you're kind of like a uh, grunt from the Marvel movie, where you just make noises. I don't know what that means, huh? Hey, you've seen that movie, right? I, I have, yes. Okay, alright. All you have to do is make Martian noises. Some ladies are gonna get naked in this, though, right? It is rated R, yes. At some point, there'll be some kind of nudity, but we're not gonna take it. Because that's another thing, like, you should have told a guy, like, you know, that's been gone for a while now. I don't even think it's a Hey, Jack. What's that? You need to stop being old and senile right now. You need to just start acting. Or did you forget your meds today? What? Do you want some whiskey? Can I get you something? Yeah, yeah. I'm okay, sure. Here. here. And this is nothing. No. Damn Wow, that's... Or is that better? You better? <laughs> okay, yeah. Now we're gonna, we're gonna do this reading, and that way we can get into rewriting the script and in production. This is how we all right, all right. Alright, tell me how many movies where I've been acting for decades. Alright, you don't even born, whatever it's not. Maybe, uh, go ahead, start off the screen. Go, read it. Alright, uh, oh my god, it's a Martian. <laughs> wow. I think, I think you're amazing too. Uh, I, I, I'm sorry, can we just, um, yeah. my character really is um, entranced by this kind of nonsensical language from a, and, and he will look like this, and my character will be the age I am, and she's, in, she's into this? Yeah, so the only way that we are able to get older women to adapt to a romantic style to someone, I guess, as equal in age as you get older, I'm sure you haven't been in a lot. What's the last movie you were in, Amy? I forgot. Uh, I was in... I've, I've been in many... You played a crackhead, like, in a boxing movie or something I was, like that, uh, right? I was in American Hustle, and I was also in, uh... Yeah, I was in American Hustle. Hey, but, man, I need some... I need some... Daddy, I need so, some more whiskey. So you haven't been able to be a young, vivacious woman in a while, right? So we need you to start making out with this Martian. That's the whole reason why we... Casted you. Okay, I, I just seems like a lot of leaps of of faith. Kind of, I didn't realize I would be paired with Jack Nicholson in any. Sally needs more whiskey. Well, look, Jack is. Look how great he looks. He's very young. He's got. Oh, he's got so many. Uh, I'm gonna take a nap. I'm not getting any features. Look at his energy. He's just running off the screen right here. No, no, I really, um, I really thought he would have been great as uh, maybe Kara. Peterson's father, the astronaut's father. No, he's a lead, good-looking Martian. Yeah, I mean, he's got, there you go. Ah, uh, hey, guys, can we get this going? I mean, the, the Lakers game is in six hours. Uh, all right, Jack, don't worry. We'll, we'll take care of this soon. I still hey, don't need any more whiskey. Uh, here, here we go, here we go. Can I get you anything? We got, we got a juice box. Does that work for you? I mean, how big of a... Pr 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 juice how big of a legend is a guy need to get some whiskey? All right. All right, well... Cheers. Uh, now let's go to this other scene Cheers. where you are uh, going into uh, Marvin's home underneath the Martian surface. Okay, so this first time you're discovering that he has 
uh, a very nice Martian natural crab, and you're really into this, okay? So go ahead, Amy, go. Thank, thank you for having me over. I, I'm not normally such a fast mover, but you've been so hospitable. Oh my Marvin, please. My name's Jack. Um, what? He just he just vocalized that his name is Jack. Yeah, he gets paid extra if he, he does put his name in there. That's one of the incentives he has. Okay. Yeah. So, and then Mimon, my character, yeah. is going to go yeah. with this, you know, ancient Martian into his home. Um, and, 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 okay. Alright, so now let's cut to the bedroom scene. Alright, guys? Now we're talking. Now we're talking. Yeah, where you turn on the, the, the music of your family uh, that you love making love to, alright? So here we go. So and so Marvin, so go. Alright. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. 
All right, hey, Audrey, we've got the, uh, hopefully there's some time, we've got a line up outside of everyone for you to kind of interview a little bit. Obviously, we need a new uh, speaker, and then these, these uh, were all the uh, ladies that we brought in that might be good for the job. So we got like 10, 12 of them out there. Okay, well, uh, you said ladies. Yeah, 10, 12 ladies. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not really interested in having any, any women, not, not more than maybe even 10.5 percent. That's probably the, the highest I'd really be willing to do. You want, oh, you want 10.5 percent of ladies, so meaning if we got 10, 12, that means you only want one lady? Yes, I think I would only like one of those women I'd want the rest this of This is men. just for the speaker, I mean, this is just one job, but we're only going to take one of the ladies out there for, for one role, so okay. they're all, I mean, that's going to be 100 percent women in that role. Right. So, Unless so just, we look, I mean, we can look elsewhere, but I just thought, you know. You know, I said a lot of things, I made a lot of promises before this all got started. And I, you know, I, I did say that I wanted a very strong female voice. Yeah, which is, you know, yeah, kind so. of why I, I took all the time to assemble uh-huh. all these qualified uh, women. Uh, it's so funny that you, it, it's very sweet you think that people will do what they say they will do and really well, mean what they say. Madame, Very sweet. Uh, Madame uh, oh, Hebron, thank you. as your advisor to the public, I don't think this is a good idea. This is a big moment for our history in the United States for you to be all female embodied. Why are you now bringing on the number to one person in your staff? I mean, I just think, you know, I got a little bit ahead of myself and, and you know, just why rock the boat? You know more than necessary. Why? Why have a breadth of opinions? Why? Why have a lot of life experience out there? I just—it's just too hard to deal. With. Well, you rock the boat, obviously, because Aaliyah died for that song. So we I, have to. I, I, you know, it's so funny. People are mentioning Aaliyah, and I, I, someone said there were Beyonce lyrics earlier. I just—I don't know what anyone is talking. We were going to bring Aaliyah's sister, right. I'm going to remember, Fully. and, Be- Fulia and Beyonce actually in to be part of the cabinet. Yeah. I, 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 it's going to give them one second secretary. Je- Janet Jackson also said that she wanted to be your uh, office manager. Yes, okay. uh, sound, president, all right. uh, Madam President. So. I, ha- I have to say, these sound like, first of all, women. Also, seem, they, they sound are. like women of color, and this just sounds like so much diversity that I, I couldn't possibly... Okay, well, fine. What about Iggy Azalea? She would be perfect for doing your PR method. That's uh, early 2000s, sir. She, she's on the uh, I'm calling you, sir. Well, you're yeah, the same level as me. I can fluster around Madam President. <laughs> you're, you're getting you're a little all, hot and sweaty. It, it, it's 2000. It's yeah. the year 2000. Uh, Iggy is only uh, two, uh, I don't, I don't know why you had to label the year and time. I know what time it is. Her name happens to be Iggy Azalea. She is a very popular poet. Mm. Some, some might say this just is mumbo-jumbo, but because you're men, this is just wonderful. I feel like this is just all so acceptable. Oh, oh cool. So no, that's a no to uh, Folia and Yes, that's going to be Beyonce. that's going to be a no. Yeah, that okay. seems like I'd be delivering on too many promises, and I don't I don't want the people to think they're going to get everything that I said they would. Okay, well that's fine. I mean, maybe we'll, let's table a discussion about okay. who adds the cabinet, but. For your first uh, official visit, we thought you could go over to Germany and uh, talk to the Prime Minister oh. there. The pri- uh, Angela Merkel? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I, I, I would much rather speak to her. She has a, a right-hand man, I believe, and I would like to speak with him. I don't want to speak with her. Well, well I mean, you could probably talk to both of them if we go all over to Germany. 
because he's going to be. Well, also, also uh, the former first lady Michelle Obama is going to be joining you during this time. I don't know why <laughs> you you wouldn't want to meet her and Michelle escorting you. I mean, I'm, we have got to get this time travel bureau under control. That it should be. That's a good priority point. Uh, I have actually I have ten other <laughs> qualified ladies out there for Department of Time Travel. Is that I think why it's so wonky right now, Madam yeah, President? I'll go break it. No one's really manning that right now. The department. Uh, that's a good way to put that. I want someone to man that. I want men to man that. Oh department. no, no. I mean that's. It's not really one, it's just a turn of phrase. It's no, like, I like your literal interpretation, and I want, let's man up that department. Yes. Oh, okay. So, oh, God. These women, are, 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 could they just go? I mean, they're making me very they're sad with their ambition and their their total like levels of credibility and experience. I just, oh, it's... Okay. Uh, ladies, uh, sorry, uh, we're going to have to reschedule this appointment, so uh, for oh, a later day, I'm sorry if you can just please uh, file out and... Uh, it's it's fucked up. Why, why, why can't we go meet the Madam President? Oh, so vile. Uh, not today, um, miss. Thank you. Very, very vulgar language from those ladies. And very, honest, very I shrill. I don't know why I was trying to do it that way anyway. It wasn't probably the best idea to, to bring all the candidates in at once and put them out in the hallway together like, like it was like an audition or something. Yeah. I just thought because since you're famous as an actress, that would right. be kind of what you'd be used to. So, I mean, you've been doing this presidency for only two days, and mm -hmm. we're trying to get you ripped up here. Yes. But at the same time, we have just gone through the biggest crisis that there has been where you actually ended up beating Donald Trump in the election. Mm-hmm. And now he's on a rampage to find all these women. Oh, no, don't worry, don't worry, because uh, he's actually rampaging out in 2016. Oh. I just got it in on my Palm Pilot. Okay. And we're in 2000, so. I'm throwing my hands up to those future okay. years. Okay, all right. Well, I think I may be in the wrong timeline, so I'm going to go check with the scientist. All, all right, right, please. I'll be right back. Yes, male scientist only. Thank you. This is. Oh, well, this isn't crazy. Do you, uh, should we take a quick break? Do you want to drink or anything, Madam President? All I will say is if you could research for me, there was a young, there's a young man in Great Britain. Sure, sure. And he's not very well known, but I think he might be good in something in this cabinet. He's very young. His name's James Corden. So James no, one, no one has really yeah, heard of so him. Is that a K or? It's, I, you know, I don't even really know. I believe it is a C. So, um, but yeah. Sure, I Ring, 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 ring. Oh, uh, excuse me, so, sorry. Uh, yes, hello. Hello. Uh, yes, hello. Who is this? I'm Dines. Okay, do you have an appointment in the White House, sir? Why are you calling? How did I you would, even get this one? I would like to apply to a job. I you see my daddy, my daddy does okay. it all the time. Is this a uh, crank call? No, I'm James Cole. Wait a minute, what did you say? James Cole. James Cole. Nah, well, is it, is it that is it the young boy James Corden? Oh, are you James Corden? Was it maybe with a K? Yeah, Corden. Oh, I think it is actually, Madam President. Uh, this is quite a coincidence. All right. Oh, would you like? Oh, can I try and try to be able to speak to him? Sure, I would love to. Yes, I'm transferring you to the president right now, uh, young boy. Okay. Hello, this is Madam President. This is James. Hi. Well, well uh, hello, hello. Well, let's keep that auntie business maybe turned down a little, but I am working on getting you some jobs here in the U.S. Oh, goody, goody, goody. I got my juice box. That's 
wonderful. That's wonderful. Honey. I do have a juice box. I can have all the juice boxes that I want. <gasps> yes, and what? you could too. Oh man, I'm so excited. Well, I heard you were very good in your play recently. I was. I was lead in Peter Pan. Oh my gosh, you were Peter. But no, I wasn't the actual Peter Pan. I was just as a stunt double. They threw me from rope to rope and I fell down a couple of times. I got a owie. Oh, well, I'm very sorry about that. But I think you could do some wonderful things here. I'm just priming you for some, I don't know, some work here in the U.S. I, I saw a bit in the future machine. We have a, a bit of a time travel bureau here. In the oh, US. man. And I just want people to get used to the idea of James Corden because they're otherwise going to not know who you are at all. So Yeah, I want to have a future Lego machine. Alright, well, I'll work on that. In the meantime... Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Well, I feel like it was a weird track to go on with this Hepburn thing, but getting back to what you were saying, Maggie, yeah. you made me think of a point, which is, so you said, so we're going back to the men better looking older, whatever, mm -hmm. so society feels that men are better looking when they're older. Now, do you think this could have something to do with it? Because like, let's go back yeah. to our list here mm -hmm. of all the, well, I took it off my screen, but all the people, yeah. Colbert down the line to yeah. Maher. Yeah. Most of, I don't know how old James Corden is. He seems like he might be a little younger. Yeah. Seth Myers, I don't think he's, maybe like he's 40. like 40-ish. But most of these guys are, yeah, they're in their mid-40s to, mm -hmm. to later. Mm -hmm. And what you're talking about, even just as actresses, like, there's something that came out recently. I think Maggie Gyllenhaal was the one who said, like, yeah. I'm too old to be, like, yeah. Tom Cruise's wife or something. That was something. a great article. Yeah. When yeah. she's uh, over 15 years younger than him already. Yeah. Yeah. So, is, does this have something to do with it, then, if, if these are guys that are going to be in our living rooms or mm -hmm. on our TVs every day, every night? Um, we're seeing them. If, if women are so devalued just on in entertainment on screens where when they get to a certain age yeah. and the age that it seems like you would want to be that age, like I don't think it would be fair to give some, yeah, uh, start, well. let's say like Broad City for example, I see yeah. it written down right there. Mm -hmm. So I think both of them are very funny. It's a funny show, but if they gave like Abby uh, the late show all of a sudden, yeah. I would be like, what the hell? That's weird. Well, well, like, she but, but she would want maybe like a Sarah Silverman or whatever, uh, someone, would, or Maria I'd Bedford, be, I'd watch that. someone who is in their 40s and yeah. who's had a long career in comedy, that should be yeah. who's hosting the show, but but because we have this standard, then... Yeah. Well, to, to your point, like, completely, the Daily Show got up, you know, came up for grabs, and Trevor Noah got it, and he's pretty young, and a lot of people wanted Jessica That's Williams right, so. to get it, and she even herself was very self-deprecating and said, well, I'm, I'm a little young to be getting this, and she is... Um, you know, younger than Trevor Noah. I think she's maybe like 26 or something, and he's in his early 30s. But in the grand scheme, it's not that uncomparable. 13-year so, run for John Stewart, or 16 years or something like that. He's so yeah. So it's young. it's interesting that without you know too much questioning, Trevor Noah gets the job. But it's like Jessica Williams was out of the running because she was seen as too young and inexperienced, even though she was a correspondent mm -hmm. on that show yeah. longer than. And Trevor most Noah. people don't. Again, kind of like the Corden thing. Like I never heard of Trevor Noah before mm -hmm. he got the job. Did you guys? And mm -hmm. yeah, he was, he was, a he was on the Daily Show. Oh, he was on the Daily Show. Yeah, and he had he only had a couple segments. So I'll be honest, I don't really watch. I've seen the Daily Show a lot. Like I said, I went to live taping. I would watch the Daily Show and Colbert from time to time. I'm not a big fan of political humor, or mm -hmm. it's not really my thing. So I didn't watch it too much. So I don't. I, I saw like 
Corral and Colbert, these guys back in the day. They're sure. More classic things, but I'm not familiar with the more newer correspondence, I guess. So, Well, the reason why I brought up the Harvey Hepburn thing is I'm thinking on the top no, level. No, no, I'm serious. I'm talking about on the maximum level, right? Mm-hmm. So you're talking about The Daily Show, which is the, the premiere of shows in terms of political satire and humor. The Yankees, I would say, of they're, it, right? They're winning Emmys every year almost. Right. They're just so good at doing it, right? Yeah. And the percentage of female writers to males probably somewhere around 10-15% in terms of trends. And I want to go into this because this is a statistic that's from 2006 all the way to 2011. So San Diego State did the study of why women in writing and shows were dropping. And they went from 35% of a lot of broadcast network primetime programs, such as Sons and Anarchy back then, Battlestar Galactica, Ocean Daisies, Chuck. There's 35% of women. Fast forward to 2011, it dropped to 15%. Why do you guys think this happened, Maggie? I feel like I can't say for sure, but probably there's probably a lack of upward mobility. People aren't being made head writers. Maybe they're not getting executive producer opportunities. Mm-hmm. They're being man interrupted. Or what, what is it? But, wait, no, I had something to say. Hold on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're being interrupted in writer's room. They're not getting the segments they want. They're not getting, I don't know, maybe they're not seen as, as successful even when their segments are successful. But I'm, now I'm sort of thinking in a late night term and you're talking about all, all television. Right. The, the topic is late night. Now. But we're talking about writers in general. That's, so, that's right. right. So but what was the years between? It was 11 to 2000. So they did the study in 2006, 2007 for that season. Uh, oh, and then they, they okay. fast forwarded. It to, so almost a decade ago. Yeah. I mean, a decade ago, 35%. That was a good time for women to be succeeding in the level of writing and entertainment. This is strange. I mean, it does seem like society as a whole is more progressive now than it was a decade ago but that's what we want to say as a general assumption but you know the people that are saying that and not not holding you in this but i'm saying simply that the people that are saying that society oh nothing's changed you know we're still moving forward kind of like you know people say the economy is suffering when when it comes down to it we're just, actually i just lost my chance thought too damn it well uh, were, were you are you saying i'm wrong to say that society seems more yes i think that's a that's I, I would say just in, in general. Yeah, I think I think because I, I would disagree if you're gonna. No, no, no. In general, in New York, and in, in, you're gonna disagree. Right. I'm gonna disagree <laughs> if you say that the United States is not more progressive compared to other now, countries. And no, no, than what than the United States was ten years ago. In certain things, not obviously in women equal rights. I, I think we've made strides with the Liddy Ledbetter law, which what, what it was in 2009. It was about pension and retirement for this woman in Arkansas who was not getting the same equal pension and retirement funds that her experience touted her for for 20 years as opposed to a male, right? But simply saying in terms of progressiveness, specifically in entertainment, no, there's definitely not. Well, that's what I'm saying, but I think it just in in general in the United States, but now we're talking about specifically about entertainment. That's why I'm... But look, progressiveness in general, that's a vague, like, what are you specifying? Uh, People more accepting of minorities, of homosexuals, of... What, anything like that. For every person that you say that, that says the same thing, and I think we all agree, like I would want to say, but for every other person, there's someone saying the opposite. Like, they're taking our jobs. Oh man, look at this Muslim boy who brought a clock in. What the fuck is that? You know, that was a bomb. You know, like, 50-50. But, but that's like very circumstantial. Like, there's always going to be incidents. I'm trying to talk on, again, back to the macro level. So, but what were you saying? Well, it, just, it feels like there's a lot of two steps forward, one step back with yeah. these things. Like, 10 
10 years passes, it should be a more progressive society. We have a black president. But then, you know, there are things that seem to indicate sure. that things aren't getting better. And right. um, I know this is a, like a broader top- topic you won't, we don't need to get into, but like all of the writers on Colbert, like I mentioned, two are women of 19, but all of them are white. All of them. 19 of 19 are white. And two of the late night hosts in that picture that we keep talking about are, are black and that's They're not both the one, one of them is yeah. half black yeah exactly yeah, one's half, yeah. so it's one's, like, that's like another issue, issue because yeah. Obama's also half black but he's yeah. seen as a black president yeah. so in my opinion it seems to me like whatever people classify you are mm-hmm. is what you are like for in my personal mm-hmm. example what am I now? you've mentioned it many times before Padre I, yes that's my name <laughs> What and what is my? I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, you don't know where I'm going with this. No, no. I'm, I was yeah. listening for you. I was listening to her. What am I? Yeah. Uh, nas- nationality or what? Oh, okay. Yeah. So you are seven eighths random white and one eighth. Random. Yes, random. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what it okay. is. So that's why I said random. But I'm one eighth Filipino. Campo- Filipino. So I'm I'm partially <laughs> Filipino. Yeah. But yet no one goes up to me and like, oh, that's a Filipino guy. That's an Asian well, guy. I'm a white guy because yeah. I mostly look white. Exactly. So that's what I am. A white guy. Mm-hmm. Obama's maybe half white. Yeah. But he's a black president. So what you are, what you are. Maybe Trevor Noah is, or which one is it? Trevor Noah is the one who's half white. Yes. Okay. But no one's saying that's the, a white guy right there. They're saying it's yeah. a, a black guy or an yeah. African guy. He's South African. Is that what it is? Yes. Yeah. Which okay. So but that's. Do you disagree with that? That's like well, how people see you are is which which you are basically. Yeah, I didn't say it did. didn't. Agree. Well, I think this is like really important for this mm-hmm. conversation because when you have these late night staffs that are so few women in sure. these writers' rooms, I just think it would make for such a less dynamic staff because you might have you know seventeen out of nineteen writers at Colbert who are men and they're white guys. Maybe probably most of them are straight. And maybe they have had a lot of different life experiences and they come from different parts of the country with different family structures and different socioeconomic situations. Mm-hmm. But the fact of the matter is, when they step out of their homes every day, they're seen as white men. And that garners them certain privileges and certain life experiences. And for me, I just think of these shows and I feel like it would be much more fun and much more interesting to have a group of people working behind the scenes that have had much different life experiences and who can write to those things. I don't know. To me, it seems like a lot of these shows have a staff that's akin to, like, a knife block full of butter knives. Right. And then I think you'd want to have a Swiss Army knife. But So here's the question. Well, I have two questions. I have a question for you specifically, but first, I guess the question would be, what if maybe you have a thing full of butter knives, Yeah. but what if your job is just to butter toast all day? Yeah. That's, I mean, that maybe, you wouldn't yeah. need any that's different a, kind of knife. That's a really good point. Why aren't these shows necessitating yeah. a, a Swiss And so knife? my question then for you is going to be, Maggie, um, mm-hmm. as a woman, and especially as a comedian, and as a as someone great who guess. enjoys comedy. All right. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> I wish I had a butter knife right now hey. so I could just stab it now. It doesn't work. I don't want to hurt They're butter. too bad. Yeah. They're dull. He's annoying. They're dull. My question to you is, when you watch a show, Mm -hmm. any of these late night shows, are you cognizant of, or are you thinking, Mm -hmm. there's something I'm not seeing on the screen right here? Not literally like I'm Mm -hmm. seeing a man instead of a woman, but like, 
and the types of jokes they're doing, and the yeah. types of sketches, interviews, yeah. whatever, yeah. what's missing to you? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, I like a lot of these shows. Like, I'm saying, you know, oh, there's all these problems, but I, I like most of these mm-hmm. shows. But I think, but you like Stephen Colbert, yeah, like even Stephen though you're Colbert. disappointed. In, yeah, and in I think his show step, but... will get better. I think it's been a little bit rocky so far, I will say that. I don't think it's off to, like, a completely, like, a huge, great running start. Which is usually how it goes. Yeah. So, um, but I, I think it's something like things are funny to me when they're a twist on the truth. Like, oh, I'm laughing because, oh, it's so funny because it's true. Mm-hmm. And I can laugh at things that don't pertain to my life experience. Right. I find political humor funny even if I'm not a Republican, but I want to laugh at the GOP candidates and their statements on the world. But I think it's like what's missing is some reflection back on your life experience and social critique of sexism or some, you know, segments that might represent a woman's point of view, preferably from women. And I will say that Seth Meyers, uh, I I like Late Night with Seth Meyers a lot. And I like when I see Amber Ruffin on there. I like when I see Michelle Wolf on there. And I think the characters they do and the bits they do are really good. And I have that kind of experience where I'm like, this is funny because it's true. This is funny because these kinds of things happen to women. And I'd like to see more of that on all those shows. And I do know Aparna Namcherla is also writing for them now. And I think that's great because she's an outstanding stand-up. So I think it's a combination of you're not seeing as many jokes in the monologue that are relevant to maybe some societal issues affecting sure. women. So that's missing. And you're not seeing segments that maybe hit on mm-hmm. things you deal with in your day, week, month that are directly related to misogyny or patriarchy. Right. So you're holding up Seth Meyers' show as an example of one of the best examples of these ones. I think of the options available, mm-hmm. it's one of the better options as far as having a more diverse yeah. staff. But on the scale of things for women to argue about, catcalling is way down here. I'd rather make a fuss about getting paid the same as a man than make a fuss about men yelling at me. Because then if a guy on the street yelled, hey, smile, I'd be like, I I already am. I make a lot of money. (laughs) That was a very good point. I know. Thank you. (laughs) You know, just out of curiosity, uh, this is my last question. Have you ever catcalled a guy? No. But I would if I could think of a single compliment to yell at them. (laughs) The best I've been able to come up with is, what are you smiling about? Your body's a mess. All right, it is. It is. We get it. I mean, I think that the popularity and the success of shows like Key and Peele, Broad City, Inside Amy Schumer, I think they really... Sarah Silverman. Yeah, Sarah Silverman. I think we're seeing that diverse shows are good shows, exciting shows, funny shows, successful shows that win Emmys Mm -hmm. and are nominated for Emmys in sketch and scripted, so I don't know why... It's not happening What's the commonality between all the shows you just mentioned and also what network has the two shows from the people from that picture well, that are minorities? It's all Comedy Central. Yeah. Well, so it seems like they're the same company shows. owns CBS. But, um, yeah. Yeah. but I would say, too, like Fresh Off the Boat, people really enjoy So great. Black is so funny. So yeah. I think that it's not just Comedy Central, it is on what we, it, even it's, though it's less relevant than network television, right. uh, yeah. television programs. So. Well, the most watched thing even is these days, network isn't even doing well, like yeah. awards or anything. That's true. But the, their most watched shows are yeah. the primetime. 
primetime shows yeah. of the not, literally the late know. the late night shows like Tonight Show is such a legendary Johnny Carson moment you know to, to fucking Letterman to Jay Leno to Conan to Jimmy whatever the late night wars yeah, people well, are gonna never did people are gonna read the late night wars like fifty years from now and be like what there was no woman no like black host because they're gonna be hopefully by before, way before that time yeah. we actually have that impact because there's so there's so many mediums I'm gonna go because I think this conversation can go forever I'm, I'm gonna do a, a closing argument for myself and my I can only speak on myself in terms of experience. And no, speak for everyone, please. Spoke for all women. Yeah. Even though I'm not a woman of color, uh, yeah. I'll speak for everyone on this third of the table right here, okay? Is You're pointing right? to my third. Why are you speaking for that? <laughs> but when it comes down to it, and just finishing this article, why did women decrease from 2006 to 2011? For some, it's confirmed that their, their worst fears. The situation is getting worse. Like you said, there's no upward mobility. In the 90s, people cared more, apparently. You know, I, I think it's just if there's results of people being in the right position and right opportunity, it's because we as society do care to make sure that everyone's being taken care of in, in their aspirations. You know, like if a lion dies shot from a dentist, why do people get all upset, right? Yeah. Because we're so aware of like, this is an endangered species now. Like maybe 20 years ago, we're like, that wouldn't be a blip on the radar at all. You know, like even if we had Twitter, no one would care because no one's making a big deal about that line. So coming down to it, my best experience Experience in terms of improv class and my future aspirations to be a writer or an actor, whatever it is, mm-hmm. that was my first experience. Mm-hmm. And I would say this right now, we were so lucky, Maggie and I, and I know I was, to be in this class. And I was trying to figure out, it wasn't maybe, I, I thought of it a couple times, but I knew this was the reason. We had, I think, eight women and five guys in that class. Yeah, it was really rare. That's when, that was like my first improv class and at UCB and it was the only one where the women outnumbered the men. Yeah. And it was awesome. It was my favorite class. I had the funniest times. The guys that were in the class were married too. I think like three of them except me and Joe at the time. Ethan. and Ethan, yeah, and Ethan. So I say half of them were married and half of them weren't, yeah. and then there's more women in general. Right? What does the marriage thing have to do with that? Well, I mean, in, in general, like, they are in a union with a woman, so they're not going to be, like, as an asshole. They'll be more respectful to... I mean, in theory, I would like that to be the case. I don't I, really think that's I think true so. at all. Well, I think so, because now that... So you're saying no one that's married is a dick to their wife, or... No, 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 I'm not making that... Women are I'm about. saying these particular guys were oh. because I met their wives, and they're awesome. And I'm also married, drinking news, Maggie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can't... Yeah. The ring's on his finger. Right. Sorry, man. And, um... <laughs> so, getting past that moment... In general, I just loved it so much because I felt like there's we had a lot of diversity too, but having an atmosphere with at least 50-50 women, just, there's studies that show this, and you can pull these up and just Google them, it's a better working environment. Yeah. There's better perspective, and there's yeah. a reason why we work together well in a balance. Yeah. Well, then I guess I'll go out with saying that mm. I want there to be more women mm. everywhere in comedy and that women will write about their life experiences and will also write very capably of things that do not affect them or are not relevant to their daily lives. So I didn't want to emphasize that too much. And I just want to say, too, that 
I think a lot of people are hired in comedy because they know people who know people who sure. know people. Mm-hmm. So it's up to the people within these... Open the doors. Yeah, to open the doors and to see who else is out there who can complement their team, who maybe they know or maybe they could know better. And it's gatekeepers, but it's also the people who are around the gates who can help people in. It's, we got to find these guys, people. We, we're trying to get con- uh, writing jobs here. We're, we need to find these connections. What are we well, doing? I mean, we're doing it right now. You, I mean, if people hear this podcast, when they hear this, they will hear this That's podcast. Right. Well, you're hearing it right now. <laughs> you know, we're actually talking, and I'm really happy that you came on, Maggie. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for having me. And this is really important because comedy is one thing that unites I think everyone, and no matter what your decision on religion, politics. I hope it does. I would think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would like to think so. Unless you're really anti-comedy, and, and you some hate people are, yeah. and some people have no sense of humor, and don't. I mean, like they'll it. laugh at something. We don't know what it is, though, right? Maybe murdering someone. That's what they'll yeah. laugh at. Yeah. Anyway, well, this show's not for you guys. Yeah. Yeah, murderers, you stop listening. If now. you're murdering someone right now with your earbuds <laughs> and listening to our show, we're not condoning this. Yeah. Yeah, we're not a part of If you're of this. laughing, it better be at us and not at what you're doing. This yeah, is wrong. That's kind of disgusting. Yeah. But what I was getting to <laughs> is simply that if we're bringing this up now, hopefully you guys can plug this shamelessly and retweet it because I think it's good to have this perspective. Not everyone just mm-hmm. takes their time out to talk about something unless it's in a form of where they're currently at. Like if they're at a bar and they get it in the conversation. But we really wanted to make this an episode and I, I'm glad that we did today. So. Yeah. And for my closing, I guess yeah. I will say, look, along, I agree with both of your sentiments of your closing statements there. Mm-hmm. I will say it is a very complicated issue, of sure. course, because uh, speaking as a perspective of a white straight male, or sensibly white male, I do want to be having these jobs. I'm not going to step aside yeah. and just say, like, all minorities and women mm-hmm. c- come through. I'm not, I won't yeah. follow my goals and my dreams so Titanic was just shipping. to make yeah. the world better. But at the yeah. same time, my feeling is that the way society does progress and things do change is through action, not through just sitting and wanting something to happen. Sure. Planning something to happen, like oh, we need right. to. In ten years from now, there better be more uh, more shows of women leading them. I like fun. I think you need to, like you said, comedy is community. You need to mm-hmm. come together. Right. You need to help out your friends. You need to. If you, if I did have a show like a Stephen Colbert, I would hope that I would make more of an effort to hire more women on the staff. Yeah. To get more different points of view in there. I feel like if there is more shows in the future where, like late night shows, women are the host. It's society or culture seeps in sure. from everywhere. Yeah. Maybe people that would have a different perspective, their perspective will change because they're seeing women more on TV now mm-hmm. in these roles. They're seeing different perspectives, and that changes the culture as a whole, at least in my opinion. Yeah. Is. I mean, role models have everything to do with your aspirations and how you're influenced, right? So mm-hmm. you yeah. don't necessarily have to be a role model yeah. for the whole and, time, but and for not one even moment, a role model. Like, like maybe right. you don't consider like you're not. Maybe if you're just a random person on your couch, you're not like, oh, Stephen Colbert is my role model. Yeah. You're just flipping through the channels and seeing that but maybe if you're in the future if you're flipping through the channels and see whoever it is it just gets in your brain and it gets in the culture yeah. yeah it's harder to know that you can do something if you don't see someone like yourself doing it mm-hmm. yeah I want to thank not just you Maggie but I want to thank some other people just in general because I was just thinking about them in my head and I feel like I should just say that Amanda Van Ocean she's a very funny comedian why don't we get her on the show she's going to be on the show she has yeah. her own podcast oh, yeah. And then again, I can't pull up the name, but I know she's really funny. Just look her up on Twitter. She'll be there. When I, my Just first Twitter, funny podcast, Amanda. Yeah, maybe you'll find Good job. Enough. I think you will. Well, and, maybe you will. Yeah. The first name. And the first time I saw a UCB 
student show was her 401 show, and I told her, I think, a month later that I, was, I signed up for 101, and it was like, she was bartending. That was one of your inspirations yeah, to sign that, up for that's, Yeah, that's serious, and because I knew her, I wouldn't have been the opportunity that correlated into signing up comedy, and we wouldn't be doing this podcast. Ooh. Yeah, I know. Is there a ghost in here? I'm blown. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. Please subscribe to Pop Parallels on what are all the venues? We're on SoundCloud now. We're, I mean, um, we're going to be, yeah, we're on SoundCloud now, so definitely just type in Pod Boys Productions or Pop Parallels. Yeah, Pod Boys Productions is our podcasting network now, mm-hmm. our mm-hmm. production company. Yep. Maggie, maybe if you liked, this is your first podcast plug, ever. It's a plug hour. Oh. But, well, I'll get to plugs in a second, but I'm saying maybe if you, if you really caught the bug from this, uh-huh. maybe you want to start your own podcast. Ooh. And if you do want to do that, Pod Boys Productions is waiting in the wings. <laughs> and boys is with a Z, so that means yes. it's not actually P-O-D- specific to B-O-Y-Z. If it was boys, it would be the Boys Club, right? It's no Boys Club. It's yeah. Boys. It's uh, Boys. Uh, boys. Uh, it could be anyone. It'd be a real gotcha. Yeah. It'd be a real gotcha yeah. if that was the case. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. We, we, this whole episode would have been <laughs> what if not worth it. <laughs> what if at the end of this we're like... That was our opinion on that. Yeah. But for our podcast production, <laughs> men only. Yeah. Seriously. No, actually, we recant that invitation. We're going to have to edit all your parts out, yeah. Maggie. Yeah. But thank you for that inspiration. <laughs> They'll be like, hey, Drew, how's it going? Yeah, I think that Aubrey Hepburn should be a president. And then, oh, wait, wait. And Maggie, thank you for bringing that up, by the way. Thank you for bringing up Audrey Hepburn. She might not be American. Oh, I looked it up and. I don't want to be a real Donald Trump over here with this no. whole birther conspiracy, but your candidate will not stand in this country now. Oh. We have certain rules. Audrey Hepburn is born in Brussels, Belgium. Ah. She's not being president she... of my United Did... States. Do you find the scientists? Because I've learned something crazy right now. He wants the year 2000. Yeah. Audrey Hepburn, she died in 1993. Who's in there? In the in the She died in 93. She died in 93. I just saw that. Oh, god damn it. Who's... I don't know who that is. Well, I mean, there's only one other woman that was running at the time against... I don't know what time is it. In 2008 against Obama. But it's 2000, right? I think. I don't even know. It might be 2015. Well, I think it's 2004. I think it is 2004. Shit. Where? She died 11 years ago. Oh, crap. Who is... Boys, boys. Oh, yes, um, uh, yes, ma'am. How are these great male minds working in here? Oh, it's, well. Oh, we're just, uh, hallway chatting. You know, yeah. how we do. Uh, um, when, um, what's your birthday, Madam President? <laughs> that, that is not important. You know I don't like surprises. No celebrating. Of course Any not. kind of birth or death, I mean, birthdays. Oh, what? What? Yeah, no. Oh, it's, uh, any death days? That, that, no, that's that was, just, I just misspoke. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so 19, you said 90, hold on one second, Madam President. Uh, okay. 90, that's when uh, Biggie and Tupac also died. No, it's, I think that was 96 and 97. I think that's pretty much around that same time. You're right, same decade. Yeah, in the 90s. Oh, the president is an alien. An alien? Yeah, think about it. Time trip. Time gets all. So well, she time was, continuing gets all screwed up. She was born in Belgium, right? Yeah. So she probably has an alien card. Oh, you're right. Okay. Oh. She's an alien. It's an alien. Well, who should we call? I don't know. Who are the top? What, 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 what,
if we figure out what year we literally are in, okay. it's broken space-time continuum. Maybe we, we can ask the reference for for which it was appropriate to call it. Let's just ask the date. I think that would be the best way. Oh, oh. okay. Boys, boys, what's yeah. happening? Sorry, Madam President. Oh, we're just wondering, we were arguing about what the date is, you know, so... Oh, yeah, I was writing Maybe down. we lost our calendars and yeah, that's what right. I Oh, yes, yeah. So, do you know what the date is, uh, specifically? Yes, yes, it's, well, it's November 17, 2004, so... Oh, right, of course, yeah, the Detroit City, we know that's 2004, of course. Right, right. I have to say something. Yeah. You guys are my closest advisors. Yeah. So something may come up with the time travel bureau. I've been trying to get that under lock and key, but yeah. um, I'm actually not only am I an, am I an alien from the future. What? Um, I'm a I'm a male alien. A million. It's even worse than we thought. So, so what does that mean for our country? Do we not have a female president? That's right. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be editing this part, and I'm going to put Farrah Fawcett in that. So, <laughs> boom. <laughs> Farrah Fawcett. Mm -hmm. Yeah, why not? I like her. Fine. Yeah, well, they're both dead, so it doesn't really matter. Well, so is Reagan, I guess. Yeah. All right. Well, that's how we. <laughs> well, let's go that's into how Maggie. we end it with all dead people. Bad, Maggie, bad do you have any uh, plugs of anything? Where can people find you on the you, internet? On you Twitter. Can, you can find me on Twitter. My name is Maggie Maxwell, but my Twitter handle is Maggie Maxwell. Maxwell without the A. So Maggie Maxwell. Maxwell. So yeah, mm. you can find me there. Are you doing any stand-up comedy? Which also was an inspiration when you did Gotham, and I met Jim Gaffigan through hey, that too. Yeah, there we go. Um, yeah. I don't have any stand-up dates that aren't really open mics. Any shows in Williamsburg that we know of? But there is a, a comedy show that I produce called Low Standards with John and Matt, mm -hmm. and awesome. uh, we have great comedians come on there talk about bad movies, and that's at Videology the second Thursday of every month. Our next show is Which October. Is in Williamsburg, right? It's in Williamsburg, and our next show is October eighth. Low standards. When can people awesome. come uh, out to that if you live in Brooklyn or yeah, how can they find out on Facebook on Twitter? We're on we're on Facebook at Low Standards with John and Matt. Yeah, good All stuff. Right. Perfect. And follow us on Twitter at Podboys Productions, yeah. like we said. Mm -hmm. Please uh, check out our other podcast, Brooklyn Rebound. Good Morning Grandmas. Uh, our other podcast we produce, Good Morning Grandmas, mm -hmm. any of the podcasts on mm -hmm. our network. And yep. uh, all right, well, we're going to be out of here. Peace. Thanks, Matt.